Salutations out there. This is the Five Starter Crew coming back at you with a brand new podcast. I'm TKO and I got my main man K Bad. What's up, brother? Not much. Boz um taking care of the kids tonight, so sure he's brought up some chili. Um so we holler at the good bro Bob next week. KB. Yes, sir. How you doing, man? How you been? I'm doing all right, man. Um, something very funny happened to me today. Okay, um, I need it. I need to laugh, man. What's yeah, up? Yeah, um, I realized I missed my calling in life. Mm-hmm. I should have I been K-Bad bullshit detective. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> Your alarm went off, man? <laughs> yeah. So, it's kind of dry out mm-hmm. here in Nashville, say the least. Mm-hmm. Um, man, what I mean dry is like, and to be fair, like I'm comparing it to DC. Yeah. And people say I shouldn't do that, but it's hard for me not to. Because what you know. Yeah, that's what I know. It's, it's like what I grew up with, you know, is where I live, like, you know what I'm saying? Uh, between what, 2009 and 20, I moved out here in 2022. Mm-hmm. So I grew up there. Only times I didn't live there is when I went to college and I lived in Connecticut. That's it. Right. So, yeah, it's hard for me not to compare other places that I go to where I've been to home. But there are other places that I've been to. I'm like, yeah, I can live here. Like, I can live in Houston. Mm-hmm. I can live in <laughs> LA. I could, yeah, I mean that's 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 numero uno. Um, I, I can, yeah, I have a great time. You know um, I can live in New York. There's other places I can live because, like, you know, it's just it, it's. Kind, I'm not saying it's similar, but you know, it's a lot of stuff to do. You know, what I'm saying a lot of attractive women, all that type of stuff. It's, that's not here. So it got to the point where this dude I work with. He's like, yeah, man, you need to get on Hinge. Never heard of it before. Mm-hmm. Never got on a date and asked nothing like that, but it's like, some got to give, you know? Mm-hmm. So I got on the joints, man. So I ain't got nothing but Myra's hitting me up. Nothing <laughs> but Myra's. <laughs> yeah, I knew you'd find that part funny. I knew you'd find that part funny. Yeah. You got to go to work on Myra's feet. That's, that's who's hitting me up. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. So, me and him the same age, right? Mm-hmm. So, he be sending me, like, pictures, showing me, like, yeah, man, I went out with this joint. Little Tinder joint. Mm-hmm. So, I said, hold up, young. Hold up, man. Now, you know, I consider myself a nice-looking dude. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Lost, lost some weight or whatever like that. You know, I got my shit back together, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, well, I'm getting hit up by Myra's. He getting hit up by little Tenderoni. So I said, something ain't adding up here. Mm-hmm. So I said, hmm, I think this nigga is probably lying about his age on his thing, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to get to the bottom of this. So, yeah, we leaving to work today or whatever. So I said, hey, yeah, um... I said, like, you mind uh, showing me what you put on your profile or whatever like that, Z? 
You know what I'm saying? Maybe I'm doing something wrong. Oh, yeah, yeah, no problem. Here you go. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I be doing, you know, so I got my prompts, blah, 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 blah. So I said, let me see your phone right quick. <laughs> <laughs> now, I want to see it, see it. Hey, young. Hey, young. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I said, so I noticed what he doing. And uh-huh. even before this, I said, let me come around. No, how old are you? He told me. All right. We get down to like where he parked his car. So let me see your phone. If you don't mind, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm already going to take some notes, like really see, you know, how yours compared. It's like maybe I'm doing something wrong or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I went right to that age. I said, bam, there it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he shaved eight years old, you know? Eight? Eight. Uh, that's. My bad. No, 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 no. My bad. No, no. It's nine. He shaved off nine. So almost, okay, that, that's shade close to a nine, Shade off nine going on ten. I said, A.M., you lying about your age. <laughs> Why are you lying? You oh, checked on oh, 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 see, what happened was I made a mistake when I first uh, registered or whatever, but y'all see, can't uh, change it, but I can't change it. I said, yes, you can. You can change it. Then I showed him where you can change it. Hey, some of those niggas told me, oh, yeah, oh, yeah yes. I'm going to do, do it later. Don't do it right now. I do it when I get home. I said, this nigga is. He said, "Yes, you can. <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> no, you, of course you can. <laughs> you can change anything <laughs> on there. <laughs> no. He, he said, he said that Vision Pro. Now you can't go back and change the profile. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What kind of sense would that make you?" <laughs> then when I showed him what you could do, no, 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 I, 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 I do it later. This nigga here, you know. Yes, you can. <laughs> so good, young. So good. Um, but his, like, you know what, like, he should have just stood in the lie, I mean, stood in, in, in the fuckery, young, because... I mean, both of y'all know he bullshitting, but at the same time, young, like, I'm sure at some point when you going out with these joints, whatever, they realize he's older and shit, young. But you know what, young? When, <clears throat> when women find, like, quote, unquote, a good nigga, whatever, they don't care. But see, that's the thing. He said, like, he finally fessed up and was like, Hey man, hey look dog, you in Nashville, man. You gotta do you gotta do blah, 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 and all that shit. And <laughs> he was <laughs> that, that was that little was that little fishy, I don't know, you know? <laughs> Kinda? Alright. Yeah. Um Yeah, he finally just fessed up or whatever. It's like I'm like, dog, you didn't make a mistake, you just like it's fine. You ain't gotta lie to me. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like I, I knew you had to be doing something, that's why I asked, you know what I mean? Right, yeah. but he was like, you know, he finally go to Jones or whatever, and he tell me like most of them don't even trip. Yeah, I'm sure. But the thing is, he doing it the under real false pretenses. false pretenses. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good, yeah. So good, yeah. Old niggas and they fucking trickery, yeah. And they trickery, you know. I said, dog, I'm at the age now, like when niggas feel like they gotta just lie. Nigga, it's like, dog, just, just be, it is what it is. I mean, yeah, or, I mean, maybe he went through everything you're going through now, and he was like, fuck it, I gotta switch up the game, you know, I gotta, he gotta, 
He had to put in that code on that game genie, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nigga, up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, A, B, A, B, start ass, nigga. <laughs> the link. <laughs> yeah, now he won up, yeah. <laughs> So good, yeah. Yeah, So, I got a real kick out of that, you know. Because I knew it, you know. Yeah. I I, I said, dog, he got, I said, I bet this nigga is lined up. Damn, bullshit detective, you know. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You said bullshit detective, you know. I pictured um, your face on that um, that motherfucker, Miss Potato Head from, um, Damon Wayne's joint, yeah, exactly. uh, the head detective joint. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's on, he's on, on, on that stakeout, you know. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, he's back so fucking stupid, you know. So stupid. So fucking stupid, you know. And uh, that's pretty good, though. Hey, man, like these gotta do what they gotta do according, like man. A nigga will justify anything in his head if he gets some results, you know? Yeah, I mean, he getting results. I can't, you know what I'm saying? I, I can't knock it if he don't care. Yeah, You yeah. know what I'm saying? But see, my thing is, like, what if I actually did go on a joint and meet somebody I really did fuck with and show they think I'm motherfucking 35 years old? <laughs> to quote the man, you know, if it's a lie, we can't. <laughs> Gonna stay on that lion. Oh boy, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all going on a trip? How come you get this discount for this room? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that type of shit, man. I know people here. Yeah. <coughs> oh, <boy. clears throat> yeah. So, alright. I'm gonna check back with you in um a couple weeks and see if uh. No. Mm-hmm. You switch anything up, man. Mm-hmm. I ain't switching up a damn thing. If, if it's gonna be my riz, it's gonna be my riz. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm gonna be sitting there with your arms folded, you know? yeah. Basically. <laughs> oh man, that's pretty good. You know? All right. So, um, how long you been on, on, on the hinge, John? Huh? I signed up for this jump about what two, three weeks ago, something okay. like that. Yeah. Okay. That hurts like a, a a plethora of them joints, Sean. You know, um, like the apps. I, yeah, like I just knew about t- Tinder and um, was it Tinder? The uh, um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I've I've never been on any of them shit. Because you don't like, have to. That's the thing about it. When you live. Home, you don't got to. But n- niggas be on the Jones Hill show too. Yeah, they do, but see, Tony, this is the thing. If you're antisocial and don't want to go out, I, that's one thing. Yeah. But, dog, if you just go out once a week, twice a week, back home, you will meet all kinds. All kinds. A chick, you know? All kinds. Yeah. Whatever you like is out there. Mm-hmm. Like, the thought of even like signing for the Jones that being crossed my mind is like, I don't got to. Yeah. Yeah. Some niggas just adventurous too, young. Know, and some niggas want it all, young. Know, because I know niggas who like 
clearly don't need to do that shit, then they do it anyway. Yeah. yeah. You know. Some niggas like ordering and, and going to the motherfucking buffet, yeah. 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 So, it is what it is, yeah, That's, it is <laughs> That shit funny, though, yeah. Let me see your phone, yeah. <laughs> He yeah, he was, he, 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 see, I think he kind of knew I was going through his shit. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as he gave it to me, I went right down. Because I knew right where the age was. I said, boop, there it is. Got him. You went, you went suspicious girlfriend on Let me see your phone for a minute. Let me see your phone yeah. for a minute, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it is what it is. It is man. what it is, yo. Hey. If he getting what he want out of it, right? Yeah. That's what's up, yeah. though. But, yeah. Alright, um How you been otherwise, man? How how the week been? Um, other than that, man, I've been alright. I've been alright, dog. Um just missing home. Yeah. Yeah, missing y'all, missing all my people. Been, been, been really, really homesick, so that's about it. Yeah, I didn't even know um this weekend was C I double Mm-hmm. Um yep. and I still haven't been, um, his joint since since it's been in Baltimore. Um, yeah, I mean, from what I understand, you know, like it's, it's a match made in heaven, you know. Dude, I know like, a lot of I know a lot of people who, you know, went to schools in like North Carolina, mm-hmm. uh, Virginia. They like it being in North Carolina, like it being in Charlotte. But from what I understand, yeah. like people who have actually gone to the joint Baltimore and been like, yeah, I like it better here. Yeah. Um, like I said, I haven't been there, but the landscape for it is very similar to um, Charlotte. Like, you've been in the joint in Charlotte, right? Mm-hmm. Multiple times, yeah. Yeah, man. So, like, you know. See, just I like, like, the best way I went to was it was in Raleigh. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, I've only been one time. I've only been to the joint in Charlotte or whatever, right? And, um, like, just from, like, that one experience there, it's, I can see the harbor downtown Baltimore being very similar to that. You know, you used to have a whole bunch of bars and restaurants to turn into like fucking day clubs and, you know, early evening clubs, fucking hotel lobbies and shit. You know, it's a very similar, um, you know, set of circumstances and build as far as the landscape is concerned for it. So I can see it being like, you know, similar to the experience that I had in Charlotte. And that was a great one anyway. So, um, yeah, just as long as you don't get a gift from around that, what, four or five block radius, you're good. Yeah, for the most part, man. You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, man. Um, I know, my man, um, Bobby talking about um, um, going there this weekend. I know Mark is going to be in town, um, there. So, uh, I'll see how I feel, man. Um, yeah, as the weekend goes on. Um, this past week has been like a fucking uh, a mixed bag of fucking emotions and like health, like. I could feel it like last Wednesday when we were recording and I was about to get sick. And um, mm-hmm. I'm blaming that on my last leg, hopefully, of um, contractor wars, you I think that fucking plumber um, came in here and um, gave me a cold, you Because, okay. uh, yeah, I was sick Thursday. Well, I started to feel a little sick Wednesday night. Thursday was hitting me a little bit. And then Friday, I was just down, you So, got everything but COVID. Um, but I was down Friday and then Saturday, you know, I... Friday, I just drugged up um, real good. 
um, some mucinex and some damn on Tylenol cold and shit, flu, whatever. Got a little better, bit better on Saturday and Sunday, kind of knocked it out, whatever. So I've been, um, I've been like 95% this week though, so I've been good. Um, but, um, yeah, like, aside from all the other, like, you know, fucking deaths I've, I've heard of, like, in the past week or so, like, um, like a lot of wrestling deaths, like Ole Anderson passed, motherfucking Virgil passed today, somebody else passed. Um, they didn't even talk about it two weeks ago, like Billy Jack Haynes killed his wife and shit, man. Like it's a whole hey, bunch of shit. Right. Yeah, man. Um But um Um, yeah, Sunday when my um old coworkers hit me up and was like, Yeah, our other old coworker um had passed, um, like early in the weekend or whatever and like it wasn't just somebody I worked with it was like somebody in my department like you know I came in and you know I became like their like full supervisor to begin with and you know I worked with like two women who were there for like fucking 25 years and shit so they weren't trying to learn nothing new they weren't trying to adapt to anything or whatever so it was a constant like you know like resistance with me or whatever but um, this particular lady, man, you know, um, we just had like, she was like kind of like a, almost an auntie, um, relationship that we developed. And then when my supervisor was, um, when she left or whatever, and then I became like the full supervisor, you know, they kind of resented me and shit, man. But we had like a working understanding. And at the end of the day, like I knew that they were, you know, responsible and they would come into work and shit, man. That's all you can really ask. And well, you can ask for more, but that's the most important thing, you know, at a job. But, you know, just like going back and forth today, she had retired and was um, working at a church. And recently she actually wanted to come back and work part time or whatever, man. And, um, you know, um, I didn't have, you know, any open spaces at the moment. And um, you know, come to find out, I'd always known it was that church or whatever, man. But she um, was working as like a usher and a security, you know, for service. At First Baptist Glenard, and so I was talking to uh, Marcus today, and like, yeah, man, his mom know her, um, went on missions with her, whatever. Like, I didn't know that, you know, she spoke well of me to, to his mom, or whatever, man. Like, mm. so it's kind of like a, a full circle moment, man, you know. So, uh, yeah, man, um, I repeated my old, my old, um, my old rock at work, man, um, Miss Mary Ann. So, I did that, bro. Yeah, man, um, what really sucked, like, you know, find find some, some blowing news about that, you know, about somebody, you know, you work with that you know, whatever. It's kind of, um, you know, it's sad enough as it is, but the thing that really, like, sucked, sucked the fucking life out of me this week or whatever um, was uh, the other old co-worker that I worked with, whatever. She, she She's, like, younger, though, so she's, like, around my age or whatever, a couple years older than me. But she was like, yeah, can you just go ahead and like spread the news to everybody who's still there from when I was there or whatever. So I just had to go around all day Monday telling people this shit, you know? And that's what fucking like, that's what really been fucking with me. You know what I'm saying? Um, called Wayne. Wayne. Wayne was even blown, you Because know? like they had both been there since like the fucking 80s, dog. Like, pff, imagine working somewhere that fucking long, dog. So, um, yeah. Went ahead and, um, you know, let people know and stuff, man. Just kind of spent time with people and, you know, just suck staying there and shit while some news like that hit somebody for the first time, man. Like, 
it's not um I can't imagine being like that those damn cops gotta go and like you know inform the family and shit man what do you do yeah what can you say some sad shit yeah so um yep that's about it man other than that man I'm um my getting ready to prepare for uh, my sisters to come in town in a few weeks or whatever man still can't lock them into like telling me what the hell they gonna do young so I already know if Caroline makes it to the fucking sweet 16 young I'm gonna be somewhere with them young um um being blown young cause they would not let me know when they gonna be well I, I know when they gonna be like on the east coast but they going to New York for a couple of days I'm like well which which days like oh just a couple of days I'm like I didn't ask you that. I'm asking you when. I'm trying to plan some shit for y'all, but at the same time, I'm trying to, like, you know, plan my own life too, young. But, yeah, that's siblings, young. They, that's what they do. Um, Kenny, young, you didn't tell me that um, Roland Martin was um, running for Senate, though. Say what? You didn't tell me Roland, Roland Martin was running for Senate. Senator what? Senator, dog, like, I started watching that damn T- Tiffany Henry dumb interview, dog, and the softballs he was throwing her in. See. Kenny, I turned that shit off in, in like, less than five five minutes. I couldn't do it, you know? I said, he acting like he went to the journalism school of um, YouTube vloggers, you know? Don't. That was the one thing about it that I'm very rarely surprised anymore, young. Because I know we talk about this all the time. You can't trust none of these niggas, right? None of them. But, like, Roland's always been one of those dudes, like, you know, you can agree with him, disagree or whatever. He's always prepared. Like, him and Al Sharpton, to me, are like two sides of the same coin in that, again, think about him whatever you want, but you very rarely... Like, catch them off they shit. Mm-hmm. Always prepared. They always got to come back. And you're not just going to just say whatever and think it's going to fly. Mm-hmm. And when I hit y'all up, I was like, Jai in the middle because I just got home and turned it on. So I sat there and watched like maybe like the last 15 minutes of then when it was over, I went back and watched it from the beginning. And I thought I may have been missing something because I'm like, this ain't how Roland normally operates. Especially with somebody who has as much heat on her as she does. And people who have receipts. And like everything. And I'm just like, dog, he, I mean, he obviously didn't prepare. There's a lot of people that work at that Fox station in Chicago he could have hit up. People at the APM show he probably could have hit up and like, Hey, real quick, I know y'all been trying to get down and like, you know, dance and don't know whatever and do like an interview with her. She's probably declined, but she's coming on my show. Like, give me what y'all got. And I'll ask her about it. And yeah, we really didn't get none of that, you know. She was pretty much nothing, you know. She was pretty much just allowed to say whatever she wanted. And very little pushback, if anything, on a lot of shit. Because there was certain points in that interview, I'm like, bro, I can't believe you just didn't ask her that or follow up on that. Yeah. So, I know a lot of people that was in the chat that was like, see, if this was a 
Republican or whatever. I don't know what her political affiliation is. I would have, you know, made, <laughs> okay, yeah, this is a, it's safe to assume she's probably a Democrat, but. Her um, political affiliation is herself, you know? Yeah. This is but, just like people, people uh, calling Donald Trump a Republican. No, he's a Trump. He's a Trump, <laughs> but at the same time, like, yeah. Yeah. Um, I get it, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, you know, more than a few people said, like, see, if this was a Republican servant or whatever, Roland would be going in. Because, again, I've always, you know, been, since the beginning of this shit, I've been surprised at how little attention this has gotten from black media. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know, when I saw, um, I saw it on my YouTube feed that she was going to be on there. I'm like, all right, we might finally get some answers. Um, but, yeah, we didn't. Oh, she got to do what she wanted to, yeah. Yeah, she was diddy bopping around everything, smiling. Like, man, like at a certain point, you know, like when I saw her, like, kind of like leaning back and just smile, she's like, oh, I got this, huh? Mm-hmm. I said, oh, no, oh, no, I'm not staying around for this, huh? Mm-mm. Yeah, um, her not answering about that charity, you know, Tiffany K, you know? Yeah. That shit, see, I sit right then and there, I was like, see, this is where anybody else, you know, Roland would have sat on this about 20 minutes, you know, until you answered the fucking question, you know? Mm hmm. Because um, what she was saying didn't make no sense. About the security detail. Yeah. Um, he didn't really ask about like all the overtime and all. Like, it's so much yes. stuff that I've seen in these news stories that I'm just like, he just straight up didn't ask about. And she was pretty much allowed to say, like, yeah, people are threatening my life. I'm like, hold on, you mean reporters driving by your house taking photos? That's threatening your life? That's why you need fucking that many people on your quote-unquote security detail? Yeah. She don't take none of this shit seriously. None of it. It's amazing. I don't know, y'all. I'm just waiting for that FBI um, that probe, young know, like at least stop her from smiling, young. Know. Mm-hmm. Cause she pretty much put it off on the board. Like, yeah, the trustees ain't paying the bills. Yeah. But like, he asked about none of the first class travel, them trips. This is the thing, yeah, like, man. like you know, these news stations, man, like they had to go through legal, they got edit, like they got people that had to vet this stuff, but they put it on air. Because mm-hmm. now you be liable. So if these people have like, records and all this type of stuff, all this type of public information, like none of that got brought up, none of it. Yeah, I don't get it. I'm like, I'm not. Um... It seemed like it was done in like he. May have put a filler out there to her, probably never expecting that she was going to agree to it, or maybe he invited her on and she hit him up and was like, hey, um, I'm in D.C., um, I'll be on the show in an hour if you want me to, and he disagreed to it. and then, I don't know, you know? Yeah. But it wasn't rolling being like, he was harder on Dr. Umar than he was on her. Right, well, because it's cool to do that, so. Yeah. Disappointing, you know, to say the least. 
Disappointing. I mean, the way they were interacting, like, they probably went out to Del Frisco's after they left there, huh? Right. And even this panel after that, softball, like, they was just, oh, my God, thank you so much for doing this. And, you know, what, do you, uh, have, what have you learned throughout this? I'm like, come the fuck. I'm like, man, where is Dr. Carr at, you know? That's my first time seeing that um that opening too, yeah. 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 Also looks like a motherfucker in a living color skillet uh, skit, man. Yeah. This nigga they got like <laughs> they cutting the highlights from him in multiple cities doing line dances, yeah. Like yeah. incredible, yeah. yeah. If you haven't seen it on the Roller Martin show, just like just watch the intro, man. It's, I said, I said, I said, I said, what is this? Yeah. What is this? Yeah. You can't tell. Oh, man. Ain't got moves. <laughs> ain't got moves. And ain't got style, yeah. That guy, yeah. All right. Um, yeah, let's um, let's get to the emails on the top so we can um, knock those joints out. <laughs> yeah. See, that's the thing. You don't really be on social media because, like, I didn't really know that um, until, like, a couple months ago. Because mm-hmm. I, I, as I always thought it was, like, you and Ba taking turns, I come to find it was mainly, it'd be mainly Ba for the most part. Uh, uh-huh. And um, <laughs> I, time, I forgot who said um, something and they tag Roland in it, you know, mm-hmm. and Roland responded. He said my ass about them. Neckerchief show. <laughs> 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 Bro, dog, the, like, the I said, was like, good. <laughs> Neckerchief show. <laughs> 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 them Johnson in, in a while, you know, they still in rotation. Like, yep, they were. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. yeah, it was yeah. somebody who, who hated my for ascot. I think it was Dame Dash when he had that um that fake ass um, BT um, apprentice show. Mm-hmm. I think he said grown men don't wear um, ascot. Yeah, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> neckerchief. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Get the emails. Yep. Um, <coughs> real quick, uh, want to say thanks to DAB. Um, Is that the DAB? The DAB. Yeah. Oh, okay. Come to on Patreon. All right, my man. Appreciate that, bro. Yes, sir. Um, this one is from Anthony. Self tanks, it was good fellas. I uh, just want to drop a self tank real quick. Everybody been talking about this new Tyler Perry movie with Kelly Rowland, so my daughter was about to watch it and asked me, have you seen that new Tyler Perry movie? I don't know why I didn't just answer. Yeah, I seen it, but instead I go, Mia Copra. Yeah, I seen it yesterday. Um, mm-hmm. my head. I mm-hmm. sat there for about a good 15 minutes before I got up to, uh, to go watch it with her. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, K-Back, congrats on your health journey. Y'all take it easy. Appreciate that, brother. That reminds me, man. Um, I've had a lot of people hit me up 
to say that he even signed up for the the Zoom seminar to see both the you know the plan was good for him. A lot mm-hmm. of people signed up. So if you actually signed up for it, just let me know. I just want to just have an idea of how many people have actually gone through this because so many people have hit me up. I don't know the people that actually have gone through signed up and how y'all are doing. Like just let me know how y'all are doing. If y'all have any questions or whatever like that, hit me up. I'm just curious. So. Yeah. And again, if you. Want to lose weight? Yeah, there's a link in my bio. You'll lose weight. So, um, and this one is from Demetrius, titled "Thanks." Um, he said, "I have a series of retirement-aged black women in my life, so my tank notes and my phone <laughs> have been plentiful. Um, here are a few. My auntie called Kyrie Irvin Johnson after the Cavs played uh, Dallas. Mm-hmm. Um, Irvin Johnson, all right." Mm-hmm. Um, my other aunt called pomegranate juice, pumpernickel juice. Um, <laughs> yeah, pumpernickel juice sometimes. Um, Yuck! Yeah. Um, same auntie asked me if I got my godson Nintendos for Christmas. Yeah, she meant Legos. Mm-hmm. Shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, my lady was watching Love and Hip Hop and asked where Kirk Franklin was. Yeah, she meant Kirk Frost. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy. Yeah. That that Franklin Young. Yeah, that Franklin Young. <laughs> hey dog. I ain't been on uh, giving you the motherfucker uh, updates on Love and Hip Hop, yeah. I just gotta finish watching it, man. Mama D and Bambi are in a war, young. Um so first of all, um Mama D just had like a Mama D day somewhere in Atlanta. Yeah. I'm like Mama um, D day. Yeah, you know, like she had gay. It was like a like a gala. People dressed up. She got there and gave a speech, yeah. And I was like, um, is this the back of like a a, a eighteen wheeler that they set this shit up in? Like, I don't understand how the fuck um they got that many people to um you know pretend like this is a thing, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, cause early in the episode, Jock had a motherfucking Jock day um at um. Down City Hall. I'm like, okay, I, I can see that though. Like, he's been a, a fixture in the city for about 20 years now, and you know, he's on the radio. Like, he's you know a personality in the city and shit, man. But a uh, Mama D Day Young, like, what did she, what has she done besides spread lies and tea for 20 years? Young, mm-hmm. it's crazy. Hmm. Yeah, she got on stage like, I'm ready to squash it with the bam. I'm like, oh god. First oh, of all, first of all. No, you not, young. Cause she's that. I'm, I'm, I'm extending the olive branch to the bomb. Cause um, my kingdom. I'm like she's still in this kingdom oh, shit, dog. God, yeah. Hey, dog. Like she's had that gimmick longer than Hulkamania, young. It's, it's ridiculous, man. <laughs> yeah. So, so, yeah. She met with Bambi, dog, and, and like I didn't know one of her agendas was like you know. Since nobody in her fucking family graduated from college, did that Bambi's um um degree was a farce, whatever. So Bambi brought her um like a copy of her. She's like, I, I knew you were gonna say it. So here is a copy of my diploma. And um, yeah, she tore that shit up, man. She tore that shit up right in her face, dog. And um, Bambi's about to fight her, man. She had to fucking send her a cease and desist because. Apparently she gets on live every day and just like 
talk shit about her. So she got a motherfucking lawyer and like um she served her ass. She got motherfucking college to serve her ass, like, you know, you guys start talking about me in public or you about to get sued. So mm. hey, um I know y'all niggas be, be, be loving these women, young, but you got to make sure they, they motherfucking parents ain't crazy, young, especially they mothers, young. Boy, I tell you. That's, that's, that's all kind of problems that you probably will not. All kinds of problems. That you probably will not overcome, young. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, so. Mm. Um, he also goes on to say, my lady asked me if we bought uh, the NFL Sunday package. No wait, the NFL Thursday night package. Whatever the Thursday something. Yeah, she mm. meant Sunday ticket. Um, <laughs> she also called liquid death canned water, death water. Mm. <laughs> um, my sister was watching the shy. and said someone got pulled over for um, 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 black man riding in the neighborhood. Yeah, she meant drive while black. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. Uh, mm-hmm. Shit, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, those are the emails for now, but yeah, we more come to the breakfast and bucks before we sign off. Okay. All right, Kenny, what is going on in sports, young? Um You know what's going on in sports, young? What's that? People have been more um enthralled with uh and see this is the thing, before I even say this okay, Tom, let me let me just stop from the beginning. Did you hear what happened with Cam Newton over the weekend? Oh, for sure, yeah. Okay, all right. Sometimes I don't know, yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's what's going on in sports. That's what people have been talking about, yeah, because the NBA just got back. Um, yeah, NFL Combine's going on right now. Uh, baseball spring training, so yeah, it's not really a whole lot going on, but um, yeah, yeah, that got people talking this week, man. So, I have somewhat of a theory, whatever, man. But curious to um hear your take on it. Um, why do y'all motherfuckers think they can try Cam Young? Um. I don't know why people want to get into any type of physical confrontation with somebody like him. Um, for people who've never like met Cam, been around him, um, just massive human being. Yeah. Uh, you think about this dude play quarterback in the league. You know what I'm saying? Like six five six six. He was listed at like. 250 when he was playing. I have no doubt now. He's probably about 270, 280, but like just solid. Dog, the first time I saw him stand next to Brian Erlacher and he was bigger than him, young, mm-hmm. I said, oh, this nigga's a fucking dog. Yeah. A giant, Chisel, yeah. Chiseled from granite, absolutely, yeah. So I don't know why you would ever want to get in a physical confrontation with somebody like him. Um, but go ahead. I'm sorry. You said you had a theory on it. Yeah. So he got that motherfucking big ass um smile, young. And I'm thinking that, you know, 
he does a lot of these these um these camps with these kids or whatever. And I'm thinking that very early on, don't you know how some parents try to be friends with their kids and try not to be like an mm-hmm. adult around them and shit, man? Mm-hmm. I'm thinking like, is he too friendly with these kids and he like yes. comes comes yes. all the way down to a level? Yes. Yes. Trying to talk a slang yes. with them, trying trying to be cool yes. and shit. Yes. At that yes. point, you know, like they don't respect you though. Like okay. you, you just yes. you just have a nigga and then you rich too, so nigga, you might be a lit. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You you are yeah, you're right there, you know. Um I've never been to one of Cam's camps. Um, but I know people who have. Um I talked to somebody um who has uh earlier today. Mm-hmm. Um and his whole thing 100% was Cam invites a lot of this stuff because he doesn't carry himself like somebody mm-hmm. of his stature should when he's at these types of events. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if people have, have um, seen, there's like a five-minute video um, going around social media of Cam going back and forth with like kids at camps where kids mm-hmm. are like, you know, saying he's sorry and you know, did he wish Vaughn Miller a happy Father's Day? Um, uh, you a free agent, you this, you that. And Cam is actually going back and forth. These are fucking teenagers. Yeah. And this person, he used to, you know, he played the league, you know, um, you know, worked in front office for, you know, for you know, a couple NFL teams. Been around, knows a lot of people. And he was like, you know, this dude right now, he's a, very well known assistant coach in the NFL. He went to one of these camps. He had to tell Cam, like, dog, you got to chill, bro. Like, dog, what are you doing? Yeah. Why are you going back and forth with these people? Why are you so close to these people? Because that's another thing I haven't heard a lot of people say. Like, dog, what if one of these niggas had a knife on them? Mm-hmm. Or a blicky on them? You, you never know how situations like that are going to end up. And I know people say a lot of times, like, you know, when athletes go back to their communities and stuff like that, they don't, you know, so-and-so don't come back, he don't do this and that. But, like, when you do sometimes, like, you, like you said, people may look at you like a you just never know. Yeah. And um, his whole thing was, in no way, shape, or form, is he justifying the adults was supposed to be in charge because there was also a video of the dude the older dude he got into you know got into it with talking shit about him before the whole thing started like you know can a so-called hometown hero he can't throw about his blah that i ain't put on social media like man you know what dudes like this clowns like this they have no business a lot of times being in charge of anybody's kids because a lot of these dudes are like living their second childhood vicariously through these kids. When you're out here and you're volunteering your time, you're mentoring, coaching kids, it's supposed to be about them, not about you. But way too many of these dudes try to make it about them. The kids and their needs come secondary. It's all about winning, seven on seven tournaments. It's all about winning this, winning that. Instead of actually developing these kids on the field, and actually trying to prepare them for life after the game. That becomes secondary to just winning. So a lot of times, like, I've seen kids, 15, 16 years old, 
co-ed coaches Mo, a Mo, a Slim. And I'm sitting there looking like, like, oh, what? So these kids who can't drive a program now in their mid-20s and late-20s, I still talk to them this day. You know what they refer to me as? Coach. Coach. And they always will. But I set that tone with them. C set that tone with them. Kevin set that tone with them. We are the adults here. If one day you get older, you graduate from college, you know what I'm saying, you end up having kids and all that, then, then we, we'll be friends from there. I love you, but right now, you need to understand that I'm the adult here. We're not, we're not on the same level. But so many of these dudes, they just want to be friends with these youngers because they feel like if they're friends with them, they'll stick around with them. They won't go to another seven on 17. They may not go to another high school. Because to them, again, it's all about just winning. It's not about the big picture. It's about winning because they think winning makes them a winner. Again, dog, it's not about you. So you got that part of it, but you also got the part of Cam. You got to stop arguing with, with kids. You got to stop getting into it with these adults who don't really give a damn about these kids. So again, I'm not in any way, shape, or form justifying what these dudes did, talking all this shit at these events. Cause this is eventually what's gonna happen. Like, man, it's really, it's like high intensity, man, it's a lot of testosterone, like, stuff like this happens more than it should. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I saw a lot of people in light of this saying like, why is this always happening? Don't let me tell you something. We used to run camps every year up at, between Coolidge, Wilson, and Howard. Antoine Randall Hill, um, Vernon Davis, Vontae Davis, Sean Merriman were the people that used to be involved in our camps when they was in D.C. Not once did I ever see one of those kids at that camp ever come at one of them wrong or come at one of their, you know, position coaches wrong, come at me wrong, come at anybody wrong because we set the tone. That's not going to be allowed here. That's not what we do. But if they did do it, they came, at, came wrong at one of the coaches there, one of the players there, the players don't address the kids. You address the adults who brought them. And you let them know, hey, youngin' over here, he out of line. If it happens again, I'm going to tell him to leave, and I'm going to tell you to leave. Nip it in the bud. There's no back and forth. But when you got undisciplined adults in charge of undisciplined kids, that's a recipe for disaster. This feels like for this to be happening over and over again, it's just a lack of um, leadership and it's a lack of um, just like command in the room, you know, like, lack of structure. Like, like, just like you said, like it was a chain of command and if anybody did something, they would address the adults. Like people, people are just addressing him, but they kids, like it, it's just weird, dog. I'm like, how does this happen and how does it keep on happening, you know? Because there's no adults holding them accountable. Because so many parents, coaches, they look at the kids 
like, I don't want to make him upset. Yeah. I don't want to anger him. He might leave. He might leave. So many of the parents look at their kids like they're the peers, like they're, like they're friends. They're afraid to be mm -hmm. parents. They're afraid of confrontation. They're afraid of so many things. They're afraid of just fucking disciplining their kids. But that's what, exactly what they need. They need boundaries. Mm -hmm. But so many youngins don't have it. I can't tell you how many coaches I've talked to about like how these kids act like on official visits, unofficial visits, how they, how they carry themselves. And I'm like, last night they have a parent with them. And they're looking at the parent like, like, I mean, dog, <laughs> you go on an official visit to a Power 5 school, that's like a job interview. And these youngers go to these, man, wear whatever, put their feet up on furniture. I'm the prize. And they have a parent with them, and the parent's looking like what? Yeah, dog. And I can only imagine with these NILs now, man, it ain't going to do nothing but get worse. Dog, everybody just want to get to the bag. That's all they care about, the bag, bag, bag. Bag this, bag that. What about that bag? Couldn't be me, huh? Not having a motherfucking kid talk to me any way they want to. And their parents just sit there and look the other way. Because they talk to them that way. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm going to address the parent and shit, and um, that kid got to go, yeah. Kids will get away with what you allow them to get away with. That's the one thing you, like, you always have to keep in the back of your mind when you're dealing with kids, you're mentoring kids, coaching, whatever it is. Man, that's, I tried to get away with all kinds of shit when I was 13, 14, 15 years old. Yeah. That's the one thing I always had. A, like, dog, I wasn't an angel. Now, I wasn't a, like, in no, no way, shape, or form. My mother would tell you, like, to this day, how blessed she was, you know. But then again, you're comparing me to, like, a lot of the kids that we grew up with who got fucking got locked up and all that type of shit. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So compared to them, like, yeah, I was an angel. But yeah, I tried all kinds of slick shit. I tried. Hey, but kids, that, but, uh, but habitual yeah. line steppers, yeah, that's their job, because, though. Right, that's that's what they do. So I always had to remind myself of that. But at the end of the day, I had to be the adult. Yeah. Shit, man. God bless my um, my aunt Mary Soul. Yeah, she raised she raised five kids, um, five girls, um, in Fort Bragg, uh, with her husband husband being um, their service. Um, my Uncle Brady, uh, my um, cousin Yvette, her um, shit, I just recently found out her daughter like um, is married to like one of the starting linebackers for the damn the Bucks and shit. But anyway, my cousin Yvette graduated from North Carolina, um, was well on her way, you know, in her career. Like she was like twenty five and shit. She came home one one Sunday and said. So Mary and my mom stopped her in her tracks like, what the fuck did you call me? I'm your mother. Like, you don't call me, call me by my first name. We ain't friends. Mm -hmm. Like, nah. Like, I heard my mom tell me that, like, you know, talking to my aunt about that shit. Gun, and I never even thought twice to call my mother 
by her first name. And that was before that, you know? Like, it's certain shit we just knew, you know? But, I guess if, you, if, you, if you're not taught, you know, if you don't know better, you can't do better. It's weird, dog, to me. Yeah, man. Yeah, so. Seeing that, uh, um, what happened with Cam also kind of reminded me of, I don't know if you saw this or not, um, KD confronted those fans at a basketball game last yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, and then um, the dude tried try to dap him up. Yeah, now the woman tried to dap him up, and the dude tried yeah. to explain away by saying, like, yeah, like the last thing he heard was, like, I have a sports podcast, and that's when <sighs> KD, like, waved him off and walked off. But even with something like that, I'm like, Kevin, that's not your responsibility, dog. You're, you're, you're at work. Kevin Durant in that situation is at his place of employment. He's working. If you got a problem with one of the fans, you tell security. They take care of that. That's not on you to go confront a fan. You tell security, like, look, that person just yelled something at me. I don't feel safe. You handle it. And you go about your business. It's um, the same thing every time I see Russ, like, going back and forth with a fan, bruh. You're at work. If somebody is at your job and they don't make you feel safe or they're saying some wild shit, that's what security is for. You let them handle it. If you're Cam Newton, you're at a camp and somebody's yelling at you, that's what you're supposed to have security for. Let them handle it. So you're not wrong, but I think the difference is... (laughs) Cam is like in the mix and he's working with these kids and then they kind of like getting into it. Like that shit with KD, from what I understand from like the clip I saw, if I'm not mistaken or whatever, like he was on his, on his way to the court or whatever and that dude called him a bitch and he's like, talk, he like turned around like, what'd you say? Like, the, chick, it was, the chick did. The chick did. Yeah, well, it was it was kind of a knee jerk reaction. Like, you know, grown ass man, somebody called you a bitch and he turned like, what? What'd you say? You talking to me? Yeah, like that kind of like seemed like a knee, a knee jerk reaction in the rush shit, man. Like, this nigga be like in the middle of a game and shit. My testosterone's up. I can see that shit. Not saying it's right, but I can see that shit. With Cam, it's just like it's just like he creates this level of com- comfortability for these kids to act like they know him and they can talk to him like they're on the fucking block and shit. And I think that's where his problem lies. I think that's where the difference is maybe between those two, or whatever. Not saying that that those dudes are right either man but it's like I don't even know you and you coming at me whatever and I feel kind of like you know I'm being attacked or whatever so I'm going in defense mode whereas Cam is like he welcoming that shit young knowing that it keeps on happening over and over again I'm like dog when you gonna learn your lesson man establish yourself as a man but sad to say young um I think it's too late now like I think people know they can push his buttons and shit man so it's gonna be a thing moving forward mm-hmm but it's been a thing. That's that, that's the that's the issue. Yeah. This this ain't nothing new. From what I understand, I have not witnessed this first firsthand. But from people that I trust a hundred percent, people who are huge Camp Newton fans of him on the field, um, just they're like, yeah, I've seen it. Like, no, he he need to relax. Well, what I'm saying is, I think he's just like giving him the means to escalate it. Because first, it's like, oh yeah. I said something to Cam Newton, and then he made a face or whatever. No, he's, then it's like, I said something to Cam Newton, then he addressed me or whatever. And now it's like, these niggas trying to put grown man hands on him, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, little kid hands on him. You know what I'm saying? Like, what's the next thing? Somebody going to shoot at him? 
like well, keeps, from what I understand, keeps on getting like, worse. It was it was adults who yeah, it was adults who went at him. Yeah. And dog, but he just keep on like allowing these motherfuckers to invade his fucking space and feel co- like people can't invade your space, you know, unless it's like with force and shit, unless you're given the opportunity and welcoming welcoming them to do that to a certain degree or whatever. He's giving them the comfortability to feel like they can do that shit, you know? Or maybe he needs to walk around these fucking camps with security. That's what I'm saying. Or, like, just kind of just be off, or at the same time, you again, you, you got to set the tone at your own event. Yeah. And just let people know, like, that shit just won't be tolerated. Yeah. We can have the event or we cannot have the event. It's up to y'all. Yeah. But again, we do camps with hundreds of black kids, black coaches, pretty much all black events for years that had fights, no nothing, that, no nothing. Nothing that ever raised to the point of like, yeah, we had to ask so-and-so to leave. One time we did have an incident with a former NFL player who was one of the coaches there. Um, he kind of got into one of the kids. One of the kids called him up, said he was lying about something, and he got in the kid's face, and we had to de-escalate it. But I, of all the years that we had events, that was the only thing. And he admitted he was wrong, but at the same time, cooler heads prevailed. That was it. One time. Mm-hmm. One time. But other than that, like, you just got to set boundaries, man, and let people know, like, I don't know what other events y'all have been to in the past, what y'all are used to. That's not happening here. Right. But now, like, man, the lines are so blurred. I just. Mm. Yeah, it doesn't help that people, like, can see him just acting silly on his podcast or shit and they just like you know this nigga's a joke man I'm gonna take him seriously mm, no. you know that's part of that all access thing that people um, are so in love with now like man just like like, like fucking I think rappers. he's I think he's fine on his podcast I think he carries himself well on that um it's just yeah <laughs> some of the stuff yeah I mm. You have you're Cam Newton. You have no business getting back, uh, getting into a back and forth with a teenager about how rich you are. Mm, yeah, right. Yeah, like, oh yeah, come on, man. You growing, dog? I'm doing that, man. We, yeah. Come down to that level. Like, yeah, couldn't be me. I'm like, oh, um, what'd you say? Oh, this little nigga gotta go, young. He a five star though. Like, well, he can be a five star somewhere else. Five star somewhere else. That's fine, you know. Like, <laughs> I'm not depending on this for for income. You know? I'm I'm trying to help these kids, John. So, you know, it's my camp. Um, my Iron Fist, John. He got to go before any other little motherfuckers get the idea and shit, you know? And you know, like. Maybe that's what it would take, young, for him to like, motherfucker, really Cuban be a reject like somebody who's supposed to be, you know, the next whatever, whatever, young. Like the rest of the motherfuckers are falling line or just won't come to his camp, son. Huh? 
so yeah that was definitely on my radar i was like man because at first i was like god damn man like is Ken going to punch one of these little motherfuckers? And I was like, nah, that, that'd be worse. That'd be worse. But as a man, dog, as, as, at some point, you know, like, whether it's a kid challenging you or, you know, another grown-up or whatever, man, like, you get tired of that shit, man. He's an athlete, too, man. Them niggas is meatheads anyway. So I, I, I know he, he feels offended by that shit. And it's only a matter of time before something bad happens, John. Real bad. Like, that was bad enough. It should be bad enough, him, but... The way it keeps on getting worse and worse, Sean. Something worse can happen. Absolutely. Yeah. So, either Cam, stop doing throwing the camps, or you need to get, like, a professional staff to conduct these joints and, like, put some damn rules and a protocol in, in the place, Sean. Because what you're doing right now ain't working, Sean. And motherfucking sharks definitely smell blood in the water, yeah. Yep. Cause I, just the just the full like um, conspiracy finesse in me, like, oh yeah, so I can see this shit is a lick, you know. Like, man, I can, I can definitely bait this nigga into punching me. Get some bread. Alright, so, um, anything else with the NBA, um, any injuries, anybody came back from injury? Nah, I ain't really been paying attention to be honest with you. Okay. Alright, um, how far we wait away from, um, the draft? Two months. You know, it's okay. We got some time. All right, I did. I did see um, all them damn running backs didn't get on franchise this week. Mm-hmm. Well, it's gonna take something to turn that back around. Like them niggas is not priorities. It's a damn shame too, you know. <clears throat> like like ten years ago, dog. Like. Josh, Saquon, I forgot who else is on, um, on that list and shit, man. Like, man, niggas have been chopping at the bit to, um, you know, keep them uniform. But this will be us, a quarterback in a receiver league right now. So that's the trend. I was um, kind of thinking about, like, in a perfect, like, um, poetic world, we would get, we would have um, the Nuggets and the Sixers and the Flowers this year, and it would just be like a master class, you know, you know, assuming like Embiid comes back or whatever, with Jokic and um, and Embiid just like having like a classic seven game series. I'm like, would that change like the fucking gears with this shit about like people not in the league not really valuing the center as much as they did because, I um. I know I haven't been, like, watching, like, you know, all-star events and shit, but, like, even more than a few years ago, they didn't require you to, ha- to have a damn center for um, the all-star game, right? Um, it-, it could be three forwards and shit, unless the center got, like, voted in or, you know, like, um, you know, the coaches voted to win. Like, 
you could just not have a fucking center on on, on the roster, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, completely devaluing the fucking position, man. But Jokic goes out and does what oh, the fuck he does. Oh, that's because fucking Roy Hibbert made it, you know? That's a Roy Hibbert rule. Oh, boy. That's what it is, huh? Yeah. Okay. Okay, so Roy Hibbert changed everything, and possibly, you know, if we had like a um, a classic um, between two guys like you know Jokic and Embiid, I was I'm wondering what could it possibly turn that shit on his access and maybe give people you know a second thought like hey what about if we ran offense through a big man. To having motherfucking Teen Wolves jump, run up and down the court um, for two hours, um, scoring 200 points. Like, seems easier, um, but I don't know, man. But maybe it would be like, you know, the same thing, you know, in football if like two running backs just like um, had two great seasons and won the AFC, won the NFC, and they win a Super Bowl. I don't know. Because this other day, I asked somebody, you know, um, you know who the starting running back for Kansas City was this year? And I asked the same fucking question last year. I'm like, man, y'all still know who this nigga name is Pacheco. Like, man, like, people just don't care about that shit, you know? If they don't care about it, and execs don't care about it, then who can't care? Is what it is. All right. Um, I turned on the Carolina game last night, Kenny. I think it was last night. With um, two minutes to go, they were up like around eleven or whatever, and um, they almost lost, John. Um, so yeah. Um, if you know better, you do better. Um, I'm gonna do better and stop watching, you Um. Cause that shit was um, way too stressful for me to be watching on my fucking uh, Tuesday night. You know? Watch these niggas try to choke it away after like they've been playing like shit the past month. Like yeah, I'm cool on that. You know, it was um, Monday night. It'll be a Monday. Yeah, I'm cool on that. You know? It's a hell of a performance. You know? Yeah, after he um stuck stuck at the fuck up on on Saturday, RJ came through, man. Like. I think he finished like 42? 42. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know how bad Saturday w- w- um, hurt him, young, but I would assume um, if they finish the season um, winning the ACC, he has to be um, ACC player of the year. Like, that's a, a record for the, uh, the Smith Center, man. And, um, yeah, man, he was hitting from everywhere. Like, I saw the, the highlight reel um, in the last two minutes and shit, man. These niggas was missing free throws, but um, like I'm sure it was something to something to watch live. But yeah, shout out to RJ though. Um, but yeah, that's it. Um, you got anything else college basketball related? I know you're not you off Georgetown right now. Yeah, I'm just waiting for the season to be over. You know, transfer portal opens up March 18th. So, uh, be like two weeks away from um, 
So, let, me, let me ask you a question. What would you, uh, if I uh, ask you to guess um, Georgetown's record in Biggie's game since the start of the 2021-2022 season? Just take a wild guess at it. The, um, the record of Georgetown since 21? Since the start, start of the 2021-22 season, their record in Biggie's game. How many games they've won and how many games they've lost in conference? Um, I kind of remember you saying like they had won one game one year and then maybe two games. So they won like three or four this year, right? No, they won two big games this year. Wow. So they won two last year, right? They won one last year. And then the year before, they, they won... I was going to say one, so it got to be zero. Okay. <laughs> I keep on being one off. All right, so that's – So that's – Since the start of the 2021-22 season, Georgetown is 3-52 in Big East games. Yeesh. Hmm. Maybe we need to switch spots. Maybe um, I need to watch it. You need to stop watching it. Huh? Cause we were up and down, and I'm like, yeah, I'm kind of cool in that, young. If we was that sorry, young, <laughs> nigga, you don't watch now. That's what I'm saying, young. <laughs> <laughs> You're a top ten team, you know. Like, like dog. I tried to get back into it. Um, after we made a final four run, like they start the season like just not playing defense. You know? Like for, for for all intents and purposes, I probably should be watching this year because they actually do defend well this year. Like this might be one of the best like defending um, defensive teams that Carolina's had probably since like. Uh, Hansborough and them and shit, man. Like they play on the ball, defend the fucking three point line well. <sighs> Haven't done that well in a decade. Um, but yeah, like if we was playing like like man, <sighs> three wins, young like man, I'm not time. I definitely have time for that, young. Shout out to supporters, young. Y'all got way more wherewithal than I do, young. Mm-mm. No sir. It's okay to not show tell other people who, who, who don't treat you right, y'all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's right, we'll see. All right. Um, it's about it for sports. Um, I don't have much for entertainment. Can you? What you been watching? Um, I did end up watching that uh that Tyler Perry John Mia Copa with Kelly Rowland now. Okay, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Looking forward to this one. And now it, it ain't it ain't a lot to say. It, it's as bad as people saying it is. You know? I, I I don't even really know where to start. You know, like it's it's 
What is it about? It's a mess, you know. Um... <laughs> uh, I know I, I saw a preview and shit. I, I said, "Did they um, remake Twilight?" <laughs> what? <what's... laughs> that Twilight. <laughs> Twilight. Yeah. Oh boy, I know I said it last week. You know, you seen one might get stand up special. You seen the mall, you know? Uh huh. You seen one solid parade movie, you know? You it seems like he seems like he just getting more and more more risque, huh? Yeah. Because between that and like you know, I watched Love and Hip Hop today, so <clears throat> he got fifty eleven um, shows on BET right now, and um, yeah. I'm like, young, all these feel like you're supposed to like. Um, <laughs> I'm about to go in my jury shit. Like, watch these joint. Like, why you got on? All kind of exotic lotions, young. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel real slimy watching these promos, young. Yeah. Like, okay, he went from um from church, young. Now he done went to the complete other end of the spectrum, young. Like this, this shit is like you know, yeah. two stops from being Skinner Max, young. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of bad ass in this joint, man. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Not bad ass, <laughs> Yeah, it's a lot of bad ass and um Kelly Rowland getting getting fucked and uh mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um by her husband and this nigga she cheated on her husband with and I just went to IMDB. Let me see what they said with the shit about cause I can't even really God damn. So, when criminal defense attorney Mia Harper takes on the murder case of artist Zayed Malloy, the truth isn't as obvious as it seems. While she tries to determine the innocence or guilt of her cagey yet seductive client, it is uncovered that everyone is guilty of something. So, basically, this nigga got accused of killing his girlfriend, you know, and she got to take on the case. And... Of course, things ain't what they seem, and she ended up in the Dominican Republic, and... (laughs) Yeah, Kenny, if you tell me she got BBL, I'm hanging up on you right now. I'm hanging up, young. Swear to God, young. Swear to God, young. Yeah, yeah, she went to the DR, um, I guess, to get away, because... Um, she got taken off the case and she just happened to run into this nigga's girlfriend down in DR. She called back, said like, yeah, he didn't do it. He being framed and then she get back and this nigga really didn't do it and this person did it and uh, it's just a fucking mess, you know? And I caught it on the, on the front end. Her name is Mia, hence the title, right? Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah, a, a lot of deep sign. <laughs> we still doing that, you know? Yeah, we still doing that, so of course we still doing that. We still doing that, you know, like, Mia, y'all. Mm-hmm. Uncle mm-hmm. Leo eyebrows, huh? Mm-hmm. huh? <laughs> boy, oh boy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah. 
I've heard how bad it was. I was looking forward to hear Sam spin it, young. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't bad, young. It was just Tyler, young. Yeah. Well, this is the thing, you know. I don't think Sam ever tries to defend actually, like, actually defend, like, how good or bad his movies are. Mm-hmm. I guess this thing is, like, people always saying, like, the people that are in his movies could be in something better than this. And his thing is, like, well, obviously they can't. Like, people always saying, that, like, why they ain't in, in something better? Won't you ask the other black filmmakers who can't hire them why they ain't in their shit? Yeah, that's fair. I just, you know. Like, he end up giving people chances, then, like, a lot of times they use those chances to get into better roles, and people always kind of forget Tyler's, like, role in doing that. Yeah, the, the jump off. Yeah. Because I guess yeah. like, Javon's A. Rose, like, why he ain't in, like, better, better shit? I don't know. But Tyler Perry ain't the only black filmmaker in Hollywood. Like, Ava DuVernay could put him in her shit if she wanted to, but okay. Yeah. You definitely get niggas paid, man. Um, it's, a, it's a plethora of these, these projects out there. And a lot of times people, they just want to work. These are, They're actors. Yeah. I get it, you know. I just... I just so if he's putting them to work, giving them, like, I, sometimes, I, again, I'm not defending the art, but, like, like some of the shit that people say about him, I just don't understand where it's coming from. That's one thing I can, like, I think Sam have always agreed on, like, I just don't understand where the criticism comes from. You can say what they want about his movies, but the business side of it, no, I, yeah, some of that shit I just don't get, you know? I'm just of the mind that um, people enjoy what they what they enjoy, young. So I don't got no problem with that. But don't come to me telling me it's good when I know it's not good, young. That's all. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah, it, it just ain't good. Well, and I ain't gonna say it's good because, like, again, everybody got their opinion. It's not my cup of tea, young. You know. But in the game, like, who am I, dog? I don't like slaying these either, young. So. Tom, this is a thing, young. It don't gotta be your cup of tea, but like you can, like objectively say like whether or not a movie is good or bad or not, young. That's true. Um, but I know from the premise of, of of something whether I'm going to enjoy it or not for the most part. But like um, like what's called um, what was the joint he had with um, his first Netflix joint? I enjoyed that one, young. It was good and terrible, young, but it wasn't just like the. It wasn't about. A nigga being a, a, a no good nigga. Well, it kind of was, but <laughs> it wasn't. They all Ain't the they same. all about that? Now? They all the same. But nah, I did enjoy that. Um, what was um the name of that joint? Um, when dude had that motherfucking um Jermaine Jackson fade, you know? And he was um shit, finessing um the girlfriend, and then he had his mother trapped in the basement and shit, you know? Yeah. Um. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. yeah. I like that one, yeah. yeah. I like that one. Yeah. What the fuck was the name of that, man? Yeah. I think so. So, so my thing is, is probably like every once in a while, like I could entertain that shit, young, but I'm not watching that shit 15 times back to back, young. <laughs> like that's just not happening, you know. <clears throat> It wasn't, it wasn't, I 
Acrimony? Nah. It was it was his very first Netflix one, if I'm not mistaken, right? Cause this had uh, that's a damn shame I can't cause this had Taraji in it I don't think that was it no I don't think Taraji's in this one I know what you're talking about though I, I do remember the movie yeah mm-hmm. A fall from grace. A fall. See, he did it again there because her name was Grace Tyler. Yeah. He, he, he be writing that title, smiling him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I enjoyed that one. So there. Yeah. So. So yeah, um, uh, that was it. Um, what I seen this week? I saw uh, Donnie Rawlins' new stand-up on Netflix came on yesterday. It was alright. Okay. It was alright. I think that um, it would have helped if I hadn't seen him open up for Dave mm-hmm. when he came here, because um, yeah, it was a lot of the same material, whatever. So I kind of heard it, but. Happy for Donnell, man. Um, yeah, he's been uh, putting in work for a long time, man. So to see him get some shine like this, uh, yeah, that's good, dog. No, for sure, for sure. I see, I see that. That's why I'm, I'm glad he he hasn't just been on a media tour for nothing, you know, just being mad. So right, there's right. actually a reason behind it. Cool, yep. man. Um, and Corey Holcomb on the show. Uh, Yesterday, still calling him out. Uh, I think he even alluded to him having like a drug habit or something like that. Some bullshit. And uh, Goffrey, um, him and Dante Nero was on his show the other day, um, kind of taking up for Donnell, saying how Donnell was a beast. And, you know, Corey had it wrong. And then, of course, Corey last night goes on his show and pretty much calls Goffrey gay. So, man. <laughs> Gotta be gay, man. Yeah. I'll be glad when, like, you know what? Um, I was thinking today, like, hopefully, this shit comes to an end. Um, at the end of this month, yeah. Like, it seems like every year, January and February brings the worst out of people, dog. Hmm. Cause they just like unique to this year, like. Oh my God, 2023 is off the hook. 2022 is off the hook. It's always the first and second month. Like, people got this motherfucking pent up energy. I don't know if they spent too much time with their fucking family during the holidays. It's up when niggas be acting the fuck up, man. In January or January and February. And it seems to hit the fucking black community, uh, the the black comic community um, this year. For some strange reason. So. Maybe as you know, the days get longer, 
get some warmer weather and shit, man. Um, niggas will lay off, cause damn, we are literally our own worst enemy right now. White people ain't gotta do nothing right now, dog. Mm-hmm. But sit back and enjoy the show. Yeah. All right. See, Huggins had a good one yesterday. You know what I'm saying? That uh. Don L. Rawls is getting ready for his Netflix debut. Corey Holcomb getting ready for his uh, Crackle debut. Corey Holcomb, I dress like I'm in Levert. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So damn good, yeah. So damn good. Uh, crackle, yeah. 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 I was sick this weekend, so I didn't see much with the back of my eyelids. You know, I made a big ass bowl of month, um, bowl of chili dog, and I was kind of in and out of that and um, what have you. But I think Monday, um, um, I saw a couple of videos. I think, um, well, I saw the tiles pop up on my YouTube feed, one being on Screen Crush, and I said, you know what? Let me go ahead and give it a shot, y'all. I watched that first episode of motherfucking Rick and Michonne, y'all. Mm-hmm. Don't even stop me lying what the fuck this shit's called. I don't want to take it, y'all. I know I'm going to take it, y'all. Oof. Rick and Michonne. Spin off. The ones who live. Man, pff. That was about to be all kind of wrongs, y'all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All bang, man, and mm-hmm. I'm sure niggas will be taking this shit for the next three months too. Yeah, the ones who live. So yeah, um, at this nigga, um, Rick, motherfucker, um, movie career never um, materialized. He came back, and um, yeah, it's just about as ridiculous as you you would assume it would be. So. Apparently, when he got um, kidnapped by the, the lady that lived in the motherfucker, um, the IKEA store in the junk line, y'all, you know, mm-hmm. um, they brought him, they brought him back to this fucking community that's like on the other side, I think of like New York. So that Maggie and Negan joint, I, I assume it's the same fucking like, I, I assume that it's, almost, it's like New York or whatever, but like maybe on the other side of the Hudson River, I don't know, whatever. They've kind of like cleared out like. A community there where this like subdivision of the government has like people um, existing and shit, man. They have a whole community and shit, man. They got like the military, they got like you know the infrastructure, you know people like keeping the water clean, all this shit, man. Like you know, it's a real fucking like town or whatever, man. Being run much better than Dalton, and they just have like these people who like are soldiers who go out and go on recon missions or whatever and you know at his heart man Rick has become a fucking soldier and shit man so every time he goes out on a mission shit man he tries to escape and get back to his family and for some reason they just keep on trusting him because he's a really good soldier and shit man so his last fucking plan was to like hide amongst the fucking like walkers and shit man and then when they came after him I think he got bit or something like that. So this nigga like had
had to chop his arm off, you know. So now Rick got like one arm, you know. I was kind of done right there, you know. I'm like, this nigga had one arm the whole season, dog. Like, I was hoping it was a motherfucking a dream sequence and shit, man. It wasn't, you know. Rick hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Time out. Go back and hold up. He was trying to escape. Um, Wait a minute. Got, I thought the last time we saw Rick, he was getting on that motherfucking helicopter. Right. The helicopter took him to this new community and shit. Right? And this new community is like, okay, we're going to, like, you know, ingratiate you to, you know, what we got going on here. But you can't leave, though, because we can't have anybody from the outside world knowing what the fuck is going on here. Or it might compromise us. So they got him well, figured out he was real good at um at fighting and shit. So they put him in, they put him in as part of the fucking military, or whatever. Trained him up, or whatever, and he could have been a fucking major or a general or whatever the fuck, and moved on to the next level of society within their fucking community and shit, man. But he kept on trying to escape and shit, so. They kept him at that low tier fucking like soldier level and shit, man. But it just kept on getting worse and worse until his last hairbrain scheme was to like um, escape during some recon mission and then he got bit on the arm or on the hand or some shit and he had to chop his arm off or whatever. And they still called him brought him back. Yeah, this this franchise is going down the, the complete shitter, dog. Like this this is where we are now, you know? Like Rick at Alpha, and he got one arm, yeah. So, his um, commanding um, officer, who sounds way too much like Denzel, yeah. Um, this nigga, like, he's planning some... It's not a coup, but he doesn't quite believe in the structure of the society that they're living in, shit, man, so... Even though him, he been like, you know, at odds with Rick for continuing to uh, try to escape or whatever. It kind of explains why he keeps on allowing Rick not to get fucking court-martialed or exiled or some shit like that. Because they kind of share the same view of like, you know, unless you're free to go and come as you, you, you wish or whatever, you're not truly free. It's not really a democratic society or whatever. So... Um, yeah. Uh, long story not as long. Um, they go on a mission and shit, man. And some motherfucking scavengers, uh, shoot their helicopter down or whatever. And, um, yeah. Everybody gets killed up real good, um, except for Rick. And when he looks up and shit, man, one of the people who shot his ass down was Michonne. Nice red bow. So I guess the season's gonna be about them probably taking down this motherfucking new society that ain't bothering nobody, yeah. Ain't bothering nobody. They just trying to live copious lives, plant trees and shit, man. Not be dirty. But Rick got his own idea of freedom, so he gotta free everybody else too, right? Yeah, you know, I was like, um, they can both die now, cause um, these people ain't bothering nobody. Um, 
Like, y'all just somewhere, like, a few years ago, people were eating each other, you know? Like, this ain't bad. But some people were never satisfied, you know? So, yep, we're going to see Dirty Brave Michonne and um, Scruffly one-on Rick, you know? Helping. I can't believe we've been through all this young and um it ain't no ho no hope of a fucking um a cure, yeah. Can't believe it, dog. Cannot believe it. Fifteen eleven spin off, Sean. They got a whole daughter, yeah, and watch him turn right back around and um, try to help these other people, yeah. Help your family, nigga. I swear, yeah, motherfucker. Rick about to be the next fucking lead counselor at Cam's next camp, yeah. Just fucking everything up, man. Not helping at all. All right, but that's um, The Walking Dead, The Ones Who Live. To their credit, though, at least they didn't drag it out, drag it out with him uh, meeting back up with Michonne, you know, because, uh, yeah. This was an 80s fucking um, comedy, you know, like, yeah. We'd have gone like a full two seasons without them seeing each other, dog. They'd have dragged that the fuck out, you know, for no reason other than to torment their damn fans. So, kudos to them for that, but nothing else. All right, um, what else is going on? Any outrage? Uh, I feel like it was something. Oh, I got a little bit of outrage, uh, slash entertainment. So, I saw, um, was it the Roller Martin joint that they talked about the um, the Jam Master J case a little bit? I did see that. I didn't see that part of it. Okay, so um, I think they touched on it. A tiny bit so that was one of the big um news stories yesterday entertainment as far as hip-hop is concerned anyway um they finally you know convicted two guys of um of the murder of jam master j um years ago so you know i'm watching all the you know the urban um news channels on youtube and, and blogs you know give their rundown of the proceedings or whatever. When I see my man Gully TV got a live interview with none other than Curtis Schoon, you know. Mm -hmm. I said, you know Curtis had to come in here and get a victory laughing, dog. Like, he was shitting on Jay family. He's like, man, I knew him all my whole life, man. They tried to pin the whole murder on me. You know, like, Jay was my man. So you know, man, I'm, I think I'm owed an apology at this point. You know, I told Jay the people he was messing with, they weren't, they weren't good dudes. <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty good school. Pretty good school, yeah? That's pretty good school. Hey, yeah, uh, I was watching Gully uh, live chat on that right side. Somebody said, what's wrong with his voice? Uh-huh. They said, why is he whispering like Jay-Z, yeah? 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I said, nah, that's schoon dog, young. That's mm-hmm. just that's just schoon mm-hmm. being schoon, young. Schoon being schoon. Yeah. And but in all fairness to him, young, I'd be partying on people too if they they pin the murder on me, young. And like I had to go out in like public for what, the better part of a decade, young? And people looking at me sideways like, yeah. Yeah. You, you killed your man, young? You yo? killed your man, yeah. And so, I can't fault him for that, young. I can't fault him for that, dog. So, yeah. I just saw, um, Schoon tap dancing like, like Gregory Hines for an hour and a half, young. Like, it was, mm-hmm. it was what it was, young. Mm-hmm. But he's old that, and I'm. Oh, he is old that. That that yeah. yeah, no doubt about it. Yeah, and it, it's not that. That's not it, young. Like that's pretty lo- lower tier medium. Um, not for school, but like this is a pretty big deal. So I'm sure he'll be on some more platforms, young. Talking his talk, young. Yeah. Like, look, look for him soon on the Breakfast Club or something, young. Whitlock, somebody. Man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. I think they had a falling out. Man, get surprised, uh, but yeah. yeah. Probably fighting over brownies, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dualities, but go ahead. Yeah. yeah. Some kind of baked good disagreement, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so. Um, shout out to school. It's been exonerated. Yep. Um, and, um,. Yeah, man. I'm glad that family has found um, justice and um, some closure. Because, like, you know, if you've seen a Netflix doc or any, any other, like, short-form um, documentary on the details of that, man, like, it was, it had to be an inside job. That fucking, like, that studio had, like, one way in, it had to be buzzed, had to get through, like, two and three people, whatever, like, it was always, always sketchy, you know? And, um, yeah, rest in peace, Grand Master J, man. Just trusted the wrong people, dog. Happens to to the best of them. Yeah. All right, anything else um, entertainment-wise going on? Um, I got some outrage real quick. Um, Okay. So you remember this Bama. We talked about it. I I remember one time on the the cash, you know. Um, This Bama, Darius Cooks. He's a uh, he's an online chef. Yeah, yeah. They call him Darius Crooks. He be scamming people, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this Bama, him and two of his boys, they going on tour. And tours in air quotes. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, and they doing this uh, this dinner. It's called the Three Kings Experience. <sighs> okay. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. First of all, you know, can we just stop using kings, queens, like all, like everywhere, you know? Yeah. King this, king that, young king. Oh, God, yeah. God, you know. So these Bamas put their menu out. They having like this dinner <sighs> in Chicago, you know? Uh, so the menu. All right. So these are the cocktails, you know? Mm-hmm. There's a cocktail called the side piece. You'll, you'll, notice, you'll notice the theme here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Hennessy sidecar with sidecar popsicle. Mm-hmm, the other mm-hmm, cocktail mm-hmm, is called mm-hmm. Between the Sheets. Mm-hmm. Sparkling Hennessy fizz with rum. 
So then the entree. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You said sparkling Hennessy? Uh-huh. Sparkling Hennessy fizz with rum. What's sparkling Hennessy? Is, is that a new flavor? A new, Nigga, new I don't. See, Tony, that's what I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. People don't know. This is why people are confused. Yeah. So those, are just, the, those are just the drinks. Man, you I, order that joint, young. Before it come out, young, somebody's going to take a straw and blow some bubbles in that joint, <laughs> young. Fuck out of here. Sparkling Hennessy. All right, go ahead. Yeah, like Eddie, young. Yeah, <laughs> young. So yeah, cool. little. They have a jacuzzi. They have a partner <laughs> tub. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, young. <laughs> blowing that drink, yeah. 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 Uh, the entrees, uh, yeah, that's what people start getting really mad, you know? Mm-hmm. Fried chicken on a stick. Yeah, people's like, nigga, you ain't never heard of a skewer. Number one, why be on a stick, you know? Oh, how about you serve a drumstick, you know? Yeah, that's yeah. fried chicken on a stick, too. That's fried chicken on a stick, yeah. Uh, fried chicken on a stick with Hennessy Citrus hot sauce. God damn, yo. Hold up, son. Collard green risotto. <laughs> How the fuck do you make collard green risotto? Oh, man. Hey, young. Some damn collard green stems gonna be in my teeth. They're gonna be so mad, yo. That's the first thing I thought. Yeah. Dude, you're not supposed to eat <laughs> Don't pick any stalks. Man, you know them niggas are not picking through them stems, John. Fuck no. No, sir, yeah. Yep. So, yeah, I'm not finished, you know. Um, collard green risotto garnished with crispy collards. Yeah. Alright. The other entree is cream spinach. Stuffed salmon with roasted garlic. Hennessy cream. <laughs> hey, young. Come on, dog. Come on, young. This the kicker. This is the one that got me, young. Melted Brussels sprouts with beef, bacon, and roasted corn. Figo de gallo. <laughs> hey, Tom. What the fuck? And the reason why I brought this up, you know, because, you know what I'm saying, you, you get down in the kitchen, you know, like, I, I, you know, I do my uh-huh. little thing, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. What the fuck are r- melted Brussels sprouts? Yeah. They're going to put them in the pressure cooker, you know, until you get mushy. Yeah. Y'all are serving mushy-ass cabbage, you know? Just say it. You said that, that pickle corn... Pico, yeah. Roasted corn, pico de gallo. Yeah. They might as well call that shit nigga de gallo, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and for the desserts, I ain't got to the desserts yet. If you can, 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 can. Yeah, yeah. It's coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's coming. Yeah. If you say. Yeah. Uh huh. <sighs> yeah. Maple butter pecan ice cream with Hennessy caramel. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's bad, y'all. But I thought you were about to say that Hennessy creme brulee. <laughs> well, well, I, I'm not done. Uh-oh. 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 
Hold up. Salted caramel turtle brownie topped with Hennessy caramel glaze and roasted pecans. If they set that turtle on fire, I swear to God, you know. <laughs> And finally, finally. And finally. Finally. White chocolate Hennessy bread pudding with salted caramel sauce and vanilla bean ice cream, yeah. A dog. After you finish a whatever course meal at that joint, yeah, you're going to have high blood pressure. You're going to be drunk. And you're going to have all kinds of shit in your teeth, yeah. Hey, yeah. Surprise they didn't give you a, a, a Hennessy scented um, toothpick as you, as you depart, you know? Yeah. So, this chick called uh, LA Baker Chick on Twitter. Mm-hmm. She took a screen capture. You quote tweeted it said, $300 for fried chicken, salmon, and roasted corn pico de gallo. The same mess he cooks on live every other night. I guess this is creativity. Hashtag Darius Crooks will speaking of. Nigga, the Hennessy Twitter account quote tweeted that shit and said, we personally like to see what a melted Brussels sprout looks like, you Wow. Yeah, dog, like, man. Yeah. At some point during, um, in the last few, last, last, like, 15 years when Brussels sprouts have become, like, popular and shit, you know, like, the reason why they're popular is because they found a way to make cabbage crispy and tasty. And so, melted Brussels sprouts, that is mushy fucking cabbage, young, which is the most disgusting thing that always hate his kids, young. Chili grapes. Yeah. And then also, by the way, um, uh, yesterday, the Hennessy official Twitter account, um, they just posted that uh, that gift, you know, Donald Glover walking in that house with them pizzas, you know, and everything on fire, you know? Yeah, so. yeah. Uh-oh. Looks like they done, they done subcontracted the nigga from the Wendy's account, you know? <laughs> yeah, dog. He got multiple streams of income. Yeah. So... Yeah, I I uh, I just sent you that tweet. You know, I also sent you something else, you know, a screen capture, something I think you'll find funny, you know. Oh man. Tunnel dog. Hold up, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's Donald wearing <laughs> Ascot in this joint, man. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you see, you see, you see the screen capture above that, you know. Uh, speaking of leaving, I don't know what I got. Oh yeah, man. Yeah. Real good, real good. Um, I'm trying to think. Some of those people was mad about this weekend. Well, we got new Puffy allegations. Yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. Thing from that, I, I seen um, Ack um, was frying meat today. Yeah. Hey, dog. 
I hope, I hope them niggas never see each other, yeah. Cause uh, cook it ugly, and I'm not even sure if me me can me can um fuck act up, you know, like he might just like tackle that nigga and sit on him or some shit, you know. But um, I, it probably didn't get to that. I think at this point, young me hate the nigga so much he might shoot him, you know. Might figure, yeah, at this point, man. Yeah, because yeah, I'm like sure he has like bigger ops in the streets or some shit like that. But you know, for a nigga that be on social media as much as him, to see act be taking shots this nigga all the time, and like they has I suppose he came to uh, a point where like they were, you know, not necessarily cool, but they were just gonna keep each other's names out out of each other's mouth and shit, man. But you know. Ak has this thing that once you attack him and shit, young, it's never really over. And if you are on like the wrong side of some like late breaking news, since he's the quote unquote media, he gotta talk about it. But he really be be, be dancing in that shit though, yeah. So Meek been kind of tight for a minute, and now that he threw his name in some you know funny shit, like yeah, he couldn't hold his tongue anymore. He he, he was on his ass, and then Ak, you know. Like, well, nigga, you gay, so shut up. Right. Like, with Darius, Sean. Yeah. Alright. Um, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think now. Yeah. Uh, people mad at Wendy's. Um, their CEO announced this week that. Uh, nigga. That, I was, I was, that, that served price in them. I was about to text you on um, that shit early. Like, this nigga at my, my job told me about this shit. Like, that shit only sound right. And I looked it up. I forgot the fucking term, the term that they're using for, for it. Because um, I guess in their focus groups, that surge shit wasn't going over well. I mean, if you put surge into fucking Google, young, like, Wendy's come right away. Yep. It's crazy, dog. Yeah. It's one of the worst ideas I've ever heard. The worst, dog. It's such a bad idea. I'm like, how the, f- how the fuck did he become CEO? Yeah, it's called dynamic pricing, yeah. Same shit. It's the same shit. Yeah, the price can change depending on the time of day. Kenny, imagine being in the drive-through and that fucking change. That price <laughs> changed for right. a baconator, yeah. Because they go on a digital menu, so like that's why they're doing it. So they can like change the, like the price on the on the fly. So you get up to that window, young. You think you about to spend three ninety nine for a baconator, and that motherfucker all of a sudden is four ninety nine. That's not like, huh? Nigga, I will jump out of my car with the biggest syringe in the world, young. Poke it in my neck, young, and just like start tossing cars at the motherfucker. <laughs> the window dog like no fucking way you gonna do that to me man the price are ridiculous as it is as it is it's starting to get to the point it's like why am i why would i even go there when i can just go somewhere else like a regular fucking restaurant i think people are i think these companies are underestimating how bad How much a bad experience can can take can take one's opinion of their fucking company and shit, man. 
I um I didn't do it often and shit. When I first started, you know, making a you know having a steady job. I'm, I'm gonna say that, not even a career, like a, a steady job, steady paycheck or whatever, man. Every now and then, like maybe on a football Sunday and shit, I'm in the house alone, or whatever. I would treat myself to like some motherfucking um to go um out back, right? You know, just. It's not McDonald's or Wendy's and shit, man, but it's not fucking like Fogo de Chow or, you know, a real steakhouse and shit, right? Or some Outback. I ordered like a steak and some, um, what's some joint, the Kookaburra um, wings and shit? Yeah, dog. Yeah. Got the to go joint. It's a reputable business, so I didn't even check the bag. Got home, young. No fucking wings, young. So I immediately called up there, and I was like, "Bruh, like it was no wings in here." Oh, are you sure? I'm like, "Man, I got I kind of bag with like one item, and I ordered two. No wings." Oh, sir. Well, you know, sorry. You know what we're gonna do? We're gonna send you out a gift card. Nigga, that gift card never came. Mm. And guess what? I have never been to Outback again. That was over 17 years ago. Fuck out back. Mm-hmm. See how much a bad experience can just like change your opinion. Like, I will go to McDonald's before I go to Outback now, yeah? Where was this Outback again? PG Plaza. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Like, an experience like this, like, say someone doesn't even like, even understand the, the concept of dynamic, you know, pricing or you know, the surge or whatever, man, and they go to fucking Wendy's and this shit happens to them in real time, yeah? Like, a Wendy's isn't around the corner from a McDonald's or Burger King or Popeye's. Like, dog, you're not the only game in town. Why would you want to enrage your fucking, your, your public like that, yeah? It's it makes so no stupid. Sense. It makes no sense whatsoever. Because yeah, like people people could try to like compare it to like Uber, but there's only Uber and Lyft. That's it. Yeah. And the thing about that is, you have to get home. You don't have to buy fast food. Yeah. It's like we're kind of missing the point of like what fast food is supposed to be. You know, like yeah, it's cheap. You get in, and get out. But it's getting to the point now, dog. Like, you spending fourteen, fifteen dollars for a motherfucking like a meal from a fast food joint again. Like I can just spend a couple more dollars and just go to a decent joint like Outback or Texas Roadhouse. Oh, Texas Roadhouse, right? Yeah, man. It's <clears throat> you know. I didn't think anything could be worse than like the eighteen dollar like Big Mac meal, young. But at least they being honest about their fucking bullshit, young. Don't bait and switch me, man. Don't bait and switch me with fast food, please, young. Yeah. I don't know where the fuck this, this country is going with fast food. I mean, we keep on talking about how this is the worst thing ever, and they keep on upping the ante. 
Next thing, young, when you go inside a fucking fast food place, they's gonna stick you up, yeah. Pickpocket you. Sell them, yeah. What's next? A price search for a burger joint? Are you fucking kidding me? Absurd. Yeah, I got another joint. Hold up real quick. I'm see if I can find this new store. Hold up. I'm just going to play this real quick. It's about two minutes. Then a DeKalb County man is calling for transparency from a local restaurant after he says a fee was tacked on to his bill. It's raising questions about what should and should not be included when you dine out. 11 Alive's Karis Belger joining us live in Tucker and Karis. What are folks saying here? Well, Jermaine Smith said he randomly went to Catch Kitchen and Bar, that's this restaurant just behind me here in Tucker, after work one night, and he was pleasantly surprised to see there was a live performer. He did not anticipate having to pay the band out of his own tab. Jermaine Smith says he's pretty good with numbers. I am a insurance broker and I also own a tax franchise. Um, I assist others in starting their own tax business. That's why he says he was confused when his last restaurant tab didn't quite add up. We went out to Catch. It is a uh, restaurant around the corner from my office. Uh, By the way, that's Catch with a K. I'm sure. Why not? Mm -hmm. um, in Tucker, I looked at the receipt and there was a band fee, an entertainment band fee. And I was like, that's a little weird. For Jermaine and his guest, an extra $20 was tacked onto his total. A spokesperson for the restaurant told 11 Alive a $10 charge per person is standard with live performers to help with costs. And businesses are seeing costs rise. According to a recent report from the National Restaurant Association, 98% of operators say higher labor costs are an issue for their restaurants. 97% cite higher food costs. And 38% say their restaurants were not profitable last year. A Georgia Restaurant Association representative told 11 Alive those costs can be passed on to customers, but the restaurant should be upfront about them. But for Jermaine, it's about more than dollars and cents. Why do I have to pay for the entertainment in the restaurant when y'all can just book the band up front and we just enjoy it? It'd be a pleasant surprise when you walk in instead of a charge or a fee. And while it won't stop him from eating out, he hopes he won't get hit with too many more surprise fees in the future. I'm mean, looking to have fun. So you don't want to have to be consciously looking for extra fees to be on your on your receipt. Now an employee with Catch Kitchen and Bar told Eleven Alive they do tell patrons about that band fee when they make a reservation. Jermaine said he did not have a reservation, but was still not informed about the band fee when he was seated at the restaurant. Back to you. This should gotta stop you. for goodness y'all it's gotta stop why the fuck are y'all just putting like <laughs> when does it stop you know y'all booked the band y'all booked the band and y'all just putting the fee for the band on people's like huh 
That's and, crazy. And by the way, they also automatically put the it's two. It's like I, they showed a picture of the receipt. One thing I noticed was that, like, hold up, it was only two people that dined, and they automatically put the gratuity on too. So now, like, spots would like put, like, say, automatic gratuity, like parties of six or more, eight or more, something like that. Now they just automatically add eighteen percent, and this is two of y'all, and we're gonna add on to a fucking band fee, bruh. Maybe a lot of y'all out here aren't rich enough to own restaurants. Have y'all thought about that? Man. Maybe y'all ain't got the bread for it. Yeah, that, um, that shit started, um, it it been real real sly up in that damn um, gratuity too. That shit started at like 12 with the 15 and now these motherfuckers start to charge at 18. It's like, okay, the 12 is a reminder so if you have good service, Probably want to hit him with 15 or so, right? But then 15 became the regular. Now it's 18, and then they still stand around for a fucking tip. Like, uh, yeah, that's, you know, just the regular gratuity. So um, if you want to tip me for real, um, like, nigga. What? <laughs> gratuity be more than a bill, yeah. Yo, remember when tipping used to be somebody went, like, above and beyond or, like, did their job really well? Somebody brought you something? Now it's just, like, Everywhere you go, it's just assumed. You're just supposed to tip fucking everybody. If I go to a restaurant now, I order at the counter, somebody turns around, takes the food from the kitchen, hands me a bag, I gotta tip them for that? Yep. Yep. You bring a bandit to your establishment, I gotta pay for that too? It's one thing if you go somewhere and they say at the door there's a cover. That's one thing. But if I'm going to a fucking restaurant that happens to be a band in it, I'm not expecting to help pay for the band. What kind of shit is that? Are they are they doing request, John? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, what, what is going on, you know? Do I get to hear motherfucking... Keep the heads ringing if I pay my, my fucking $20. <laughs> Come on, yo. It's ridiculous. It's okay for them to pass the like the fees on to the customer. Like, bro, if y'all need to do all this to stay in business, maybe you ain't got the bread for this. Maybe yeah, being man. a restaurant owner isn't for you. Yeah, you need to lease that joint and make it a motherfucking dry cleaners. Something. Yeah, I'm surprised they haven't gotten into like a real. My bad, I got one more outrage. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm surprised they ain't like really got gotten to like a real fight. Like, I'm surprised the motherfuckers who, who try to jump cam ain't fucked the damn um restaurant owner up over god a goddamn twenty dollar um charge over a band fee. Huh? It's absurd, man. But hey, you know. They got caught looking, you know, caught with a K. Yeah. All right, what else you got? This is the last one. Um, I, I don't know who this is, you know, but she put this on TikTok and she got cooked, you know, but um, mm-hmm. it was a TikTok uh, story time. Would you be mad if someone sent you $30 for lunch? So I'm just going to play this and 
can't say y'all's story time. So y'all please tell me if I'm wrong. So so that's this dude wrote me on Instagram and he's like, Can I send you money? Let me send you money for lunch. So I was like, Okay, I wrote him back and I was like, Send it. So he wrote me and was like, Okay, what's your cash app? So I sent him the cash app. Yeah, I just knew I was gonna open my cash app and I was gonna have at least probably about a hundred bottles. You get what I'm saying? Because like this I eat and that's how much I spent on my food. Yeah, I opened my cash app. And this man sent me thirty dollars. Yeah, yes, thirty dollars. And I'm just like, at first I'm like, damn, like, am I ungrateful? Like, am I fucked up? Like, yes. feeling like, like, why the fuck you send me thirty dollars? But then I had to ask this man, and they was like, nah, come on, like, thirty dollars is not even half a tank in my car. Like, what the fuck you thought I was gonna go to Chick Fil A? Like, I mean, I'm trying to figure out what what did you think I was gonna eat? It's like when I go and eat, I eat course meals like I order a appetizer, a entree, and a dessert and a drink that can't even get me two drinks. Like, what the fuck? And then this man had the audacity to write me back and say, Uh, let me get to know you. That I, why the fuck do you think I'm gonna let you get to know me? And you just send me $30 for lunch. Is you dumb? I mean, like, yeah, be for real. Like, tell me, am I wrong? Like, am I fucked up? Like, is my head fucked up? Like, I don't even spend thirty dollars on lunch on my like I spend over that on myself. So it's like for someone to think they're gonna send me, I get that this is not the account. Like he didn't have to send me thirty dollars, but it's like no, like nigga, I'm not that type. Of, I'm I'm not I'm not one of them. Yeah, at this point, I'm ready for the media to hit the earth. You know, I'm, I'm ready. You know, <laughs> we well, cook. You know, yeah, we cook, dog. I'm not for violence against women, Kenny. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, However, no, you no, 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 no. You can't. You can't. However, you, you can't say that. However. Okay. However, all right. However, all right. This this was, at how at how far I started. How, yeah. However, if she was next to a very shallow babbling stream, yeah, <laughs> she might get chucked, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, like seriously though, like that's his fault, yeah. First of all, don't be like who the fuck don't know somebody who what kind of cash app you nigga use a mark right away, yeah. 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 That's probably him singing right there, yeah. 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 I'm trying ass to, nigga, yeah. I'm trying to find she did apparently she did a follow up, you know, explaining them, but go ahead, I'm sorry. Yeah, man, like, man, y'all, like, y'all get what y'all attract and y'all pay for, man. Like, stop engaging people like this, huh? Like, I wish, I wish a bitch I, I don't know, actually, what you got on my lunch today, like, Debo-ass bitch, what you got on your own lunch, huh? Leave well, me see, alone, yeah. Apparently, like, dude just, like, dropped in her DMs and was like, she didn't ask for it. Dude just volunteered like, "Hey, can I buy you lunch?" See, that's his fault. You know, see, like, right. seriously, dog. Right. I can't blame the chicken head because the head fucking rooster yeah. dropping her DMs, you know? Yeah. Like, like, see, <clears throat> the problem with this shit is not like those niggas for their sake. That's what the fuck they do. I'm sure a nigga like that was like, you know what, you right. 
let me go ahead and give you 330 or 40 more dollars. The problem is the nigga that tries to come correct after him, and she already has this expectation of what the fuck nigga's supposed to do for her without any fucking, like, interaction or any, like, you know, type of back and forth be beforehand and shit. And them niggas' feelings be hurt, you know? Like, them niggas like that fucking up for the decent niggas, you know? And everybody's sitting there like, well, from Spider-Man pointing the finger at each other and shit, man. Yeah. It's crazy. I just am not subject for foolery like that, you know? And maybe just because how, how, how I come off with whatever, man, I don't, I don't engage with people like this. I don't, I don't, like, this shit be sounding like motherfucking story time, you know, to me, dog, because I've never experienced this shit before in my life, you know? Yeah, but this young lady, she's a lot younger than we are. Um, yeah, man. But I, I I didn't really encounter this a whole lot, um, but I see this type of mentality a lot on social media. The, the entitlement, yeah. Yeah, the entitlement. Um, I don't know where the fuck you going for lunch, shorty, where you eating, in your words, four-course meals for lunch. Shorty, you going to lunch eating appetizers, entrees, desserts, and drinks? For lunch, you like you do this on the on the regular, like you do it so much that somebody's thinking you thirty. You looking like it's some bum ass shit, like, huh? Oh, I have to go back to the call center. Right. Then again, man, you got niggas out here like, yeah, they they leave with their bread. You got a lot of dudes that do that, man. They got no personality, no nothing, so they just lead with money. Nigga, when's the last time you had a $30 lunch, young? Like, during the work week, young? Never? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> uh, I think we took um, Super Mets fan White John out um, the first time he left um, the gig and shit. And, um, you know what's on my back? I'm sorry, young. I'm lying. I had a $30 lunch today, young. It's, it's wild. But you know what? I went to this spot called Assembly, um, Assembly, uh, Assembly, the food, food hall, Assembly food hall. It's in downtown Nashville, and they just got a new barbecue spot in there. Um, I think it's called Honey Five Barbecue, and I got the two meat and two sides. It was brisket, chicken, green beans, mac and cheese, bread, drink, the whole shit. Ended up being like 25. So almost 30. But even that, you know, like that was a restaurant quality meal. Still under 30. What a fucking drink, you know? Where that chick from too, man? She, she from Atlanta? She sound like she from Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. Just to say Atlanta, yeah. Yeah, that 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 sound about right. It's a lot of cake niggas um, down there, and um, I can see that happening. Yeah, man, like, just not to, like, not to even, like, mention that this shit is so fiscally irresponsible, you know? Who the fuck is spending $100 on a rig for a nigga lunch? Type, type, type. People oh. with financial sense don't do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. If, you, if you're doing that, that's crazy. <laughs> That says like, a lot about you. If you're regularly spending 
$100 for fucking lunch? Like, to the point much, that somebody spending you 30 is offensive? How much money do you make to justify a $100 lunch every day? Because I'm assuming you go to work every day, so your lunch is $100. Who the fuck are you, bitch? Gordon Gecko, you know? <laughs> right. This bitch getting beef tartar for lunch, you Then she probably made a follow-up video and said, well, everybody saying I was at work with bitch. I was actually off that day. What the fuck that got to do with it? Well, then why don't you cook? <laughs> First of all, young, if you often work, young, a smart person would go to happy hour. You get there with that bitch open for happy hour and not spend a hundred fucking dollars, young. I swear to God, young. This why niggas stay broke. When they up, they up, and they're quickly down because they don't know how to keep money in their pocket. Man. Shout out to her though, yeah. yeah. She got she got standards, young. Know? She ain't gonna bend. Yeah. We don't bolt, we don't bend, we don't fold. Yeah man, um, yeah, but that's that's my um, that's the best I got for um, people who defend um, their man's bras like that is yeah, blame the niggas that um create this false sense of fucking security and entitlement with these chicks, young. Cause if niggas had any backbone, young, they wouldn't entertain this shit, and um, people would adjust, young. Yeah, that's the part about it, you um, Like, like, my generation don't, don't got a problem with this shit, you know, for the most part. At, at all. At all. So, it's wild that, like, <laughs> man, Mark and I used to talk about this all the time, you know, how wild it was back in college. Like, we came from the era, like, all the music was like, don't love women. Don't love hoes. Don't be a captain saver hoe. Don't do this. Don't be spending money on chicks and all that. Like Nick used to have like like almost damn they go undercover to go on dates. Cause if they got sold out of punch. Oh this nigga love it. Oh this bitch ass nigga. <laughs> Look at this cake ass nigga. Look at this cake ass nigga. Oh shit, he's spending money. Oh. <laughs> Look at him be spending money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that, that's one thing we didn't have an issue with, you know? It's man. crazy to think that, like, that's how it was, but that's how it was. We went from one turbo stream to another. <laughs> we, we just can't get right, man. <laughs> yeah. We just can't get right, man. Yeah. It's, it's amazing, yeah. It is. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah. How the tables turn. Yeah, the tables turn. Yeah. Now niggas lead with it. Yeah. They lead with it and they lean in hard, yeah. Yeah. To the point that a thirty dollar lunch is seen as a slap in the face. <laughs> hey, hey. 
Can someone slap me in the face tomorrow? <laughs> yeah. No bullshit. Nigga, that's nigga, that's a that's motherfucking um shit. That's a Roman Roosters, a side young and a yeah. drink, huh? Yeah. And so that's the thing about it. When I went to the spot today, like to me, that was like treat myself. Yeah, man. It's like I've been like, working hard, man, stressed out and all this shit. Man, let me just go out. When I was some of my coworkers sat down. I said, I don't do this very often. To me, I'm splurging by spending over $20 for lunch. Because even when she's brand new, I was like, all right. And I'm looking at the menu. All right, fuck it. All right, it'll be about 25 Okay. It's something mm-hmm. I do every once in a while. Yeah. The idea of me spending 100 on myself for a fucking... Dog, I'm not a dummy. Right, yeah. Pretty that much. just, like, I don't care how much money you got. That just doesn't make, like, financial sense. Don't. Wealthy people become wealthy because they don't spend $100 on lunch on the regular. Yeah, but you know what, though? Um, you know, just kind of, like, uh, juxtapose that to just, like, the fiscal irresponsibility of of um, this generation, man. You know, they... Everything is just for show, man. Because, like, she doesn't even really want that food, young, but it's just so she can say she got it. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Mm-hmm. You know, because, like, who really wants a $100 lunch when you can't have dinner? I, I, I'm assuming, young. So, like, yeah. Ask the bitch what she made for dinner or what she had for dinner and shit, young. It's probably something real cheap. I bet you it's not hundred dollars because I I know she ain't spending two hundred dollars on food every day. That's obscene, young. And these youngins, like man, they do all this shit for show. They still go out on the weekend. The new like Thursdays, new Fridays to so go out Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Go to brunch on Sunday. Go to a day party and shit, man. But on the back end, it's like. Three or four of them living in like a fucking apartment and shit, or renting a house or whatever, and they ain't saving no fucking money, yeah. So they be right back with their parents. It's like, unless you're a lawyer or a doctor, yeah, you can't spend two hundred, a hundred fifty dollars on food every day, and still have a damn social life, yeah. The math just don't math, yeah. It don't math. So what are you doing this for? And like you know, we, we all we all we've all been young and had like reckless like like stretches in our life where we spent too much money. But like my shit was never spending a hundred dollars for lunch every day. That's insane. Ain't that much inflation in the world? So yeah, she was starting for for. For the talk, yeah. Look at her refrigerator, man. She probably got motherfucking soft taco meal that been sitting there for months. She ain't made food in how long, and she's waiting for niggas to take her out. Oh well, oh well. <clears throat> Shout out to her though. Chuck your ass now. So that's the um, outrage. 
Yeah, I think um, that's all I got. Um, Kenny, you know, I, I'm not sure why I, if I um, mentioned this like the last two weeks or whatever, man. But I was talking to um, my coworker today because I saw another case. You know what's got to be the most nerve-wracking thing in the world? What's that? Having acted like a jackass on um, January 6th. Not knowing whether or not you're on tape, you know? Hmm. They are slow walking these niggas the fuck down. Somebody getting died every day, Kenny. Mm-hmm. Every day, yeah. Mm-hmm. Swear to God, be like, it gotta be like Michael Michael Schofield walking in in New Mexico, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. just like waiting for like the cops to roll up on his ass, yeah. Two weeks ago, man, they got a triple amputee, yeah. Since that's jail, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what. Like four years ago now, yeah. No, January six, twenty twenty one, three. Three years ago, man. So, like, dog, you know they got all the the crazies like out the way first, like the dude with the motherfucking fox, um, the fox vest and all that shit, and damn the horns and shit. Like, mm-hmm. they got you know the obvious crazies and, and fuck boys out of here early, yeah. But now. They basically just like going through this tape and using that facial recognition shit. So, you know, even a very skilled criminal say, you know what, I'm gonna stay off the fucking like, you know, the radar for about a year. Shit, I'm gonna go go anywhere where they can recognize me and shit, you know. But you know, imagine like being two and a half, three years removed from this shit, man. Like, you know what, man, my boy's going to Vegas. Let me go to Vegas, young. Pick that fucking face facial recognition right up, young. And you going to jail now, young. That's got to be nerve wracking as fuck, young. Watching the news and seeing niggas still getting picked up for some shit three years ago. Hmm. Yeah, that's too bad, young. Ain't it though, young? Yeah, you shouldn't have had your happy ass up in the Capitol building, young. Yeah. yeah. Doing the doing the fucking Dion down down the hallway and shit, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, yeah. It was all good that day, yeah. yeah. Wasn't it though, yeah? Yeah, yeah. They moonwalking through that motherfucker, all kinds of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Putting they putting their feet up on the furniture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Blasting all kind of Kenny Loggins, yeah. Mm-hmm. No bullshit, yeah. All kinds of Confederate flags and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All, all kinds. Of Trump merch, yeah, yeah, yep. And here they are, three years, three years later, young, getting mm-hmm. walked down like motherfucking Dow Green was behind them, yeah. No bullshit, yeah, yeah. It's outstanding, yeah. Man, that's that's the AI I support, yeah. Yeah. A lot, a lot of Gatorade bash that day, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Man, they getting cooked by C three PO in there, man. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Yeah, like like I said, yeah, that's too bad. Yeah. <laughs> Ain't it though, yeah? Yeah. Three years, dog. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> going against it. I'm all fucking fucking Chinese AI, young. Just like mm-hmm. just like waiting in the shadows, young. Gotcha. Yep. Sitting at home eating chicken wings with your shirt off and looking at that phone, you know. <laughs> Three years later, yeah. That's wild, you know. That two cops busting the crib like, how'd you catch me? You went to that wing stop, didn't you? <laughs> them, them Ross cams on you. <laughs> getting, getting caught for chicken, young. Yeah. Oh boy, I tell you, man. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, man. That's too bad. Can't be committing crimes now, man. There's cameras everywhere, dog. Everywhere. There's cameras everywhere and everybody has a camera on them. Yeah. Yeah. So good luck, you know? Yeah. Yeah, like, that um, enemy of the state shit, you know, like, that was so impossible, you know? Yep. Think about it, you know? Yeah. So, let's let's think, you know, that seemed impossible at the time and shit. At the time, yeah. Yeah, right. You know what else seemed impossible at the time, you know? All them off the cell phones being connected together mm-hmm. and on the dark night, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We are all this time listed now, you know? Yep. Yeah. They want to catch your ass bad enough. Like, you better make sure you are in a, a rural, like, you know, backwoods, like, area where it's no fucking, like, cell, cell towers and no fucking, like, street cans. Because if you live anywhere within... The city limits of a of like you know somewhat of a metropolitan city, young know? man. Chances are like, if they want to catch you, they'll catch you. Like if it's, if it's some some low level shit or you know just some niggas killing niggas and shit, and they don't give mm-hmm. a fuck about it. Like mm-hmm. maybe you got a chance, young. Know? But if they want to get you, dog, they gonna get you, young. Know? Yep. So yeah. Shout out to them, yeah. Yep. <clears throat> Alright, um, I think that's it. I think that's it. I don't have anything else. Um, there's two more emails we can get to before we sign off. Okay. Let's go. Um, this one is from Steve. Um, Beef Season 4, Episode 1. Oh, 2024 Depth Chart. Um, uh, it was good football as well. I'm sorry, this email offered a quick update on my pops. This Lieutenant Dan ass nigga got a new leg and he back driving. Sheesh. Nigga cop the 64 belly and he be blasting Curtis Mayfield at ignorant levels. <laughs> nigga want to be Kirby from Dead President so bad. Um, Jesus Christ, man. Uh, moving on, y'all been talking about Alaska the last couple weeks. So I had my Alaska experience. I went up there winter 05 and summer 06 to see a chick I met in the army. Everything my boyfriend last week stated was true. When I went in the winter, it was dark all day. Then when I went in the summer, the sun was up all day. I had that a lot of criminals move up there to avoid the prosecution. Old girl's pops moved up there from Seattle after a bad coke deal, allegedly, and married her Eskimo mother. Uh, the most important thing I learned while I was up there is that a moose will fuck you the fuck up. 
on God, and there's plenty of them up there. Also, and accordingly, I'm the only nigga I know to clap Eskimo cheeks. Uh, <laughs> this nigga, you know. This nigga. Yeah, he not sending 30 dollars to the cash. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, <laughs> now for the work beef, um, I was supposed to uh, send this shit in at the top of the year, but a nigga be procrastinating like shit. Um, this is my third season and final season on this job. Nigga got franchised again, but I hit unrestricted free agency at the end of the season. They've already been drafted my replacement. As you know, we've had a couple new hires lately. Uh, Coon ass Oliver Cartwright and Audie Michael Thomas. <laughs> Well, in early January, we got another new hire, early 30s black nigga in South Florida. This nigga like a Dollar General offset. So naturally, I've been calling him offset since the day he started. (laughs) (laughs) Come to find out this nigga, real name is Roy. In the words of TKO, that offset better, young. Uh, (laughs) Apparently, offset has a Papa Doc for Eight Mile Origin Story. <laughs> nigga, nigga got a whack-ass name. Nigga went to a private school and his parents were poorly have a real good marriage. He, wa- he wanted them silk Dragon Ball Z shirt wearing ass. Yeah, hey, yeah. Uh, I can't be reading shit like that, man. Come on, yo. Come on, man. What the fuck is wrong with y'all, yo? I'm not a silk Dragon Ball T-shirt, yo. Oh shit. Ooh. Oh yeah. Yeah, this nigga funny as a motherfucker, yo. So far. On set, and Kuna is all of a cop right now. I'm taking a liking to each other. Their ass niggas be talking anime and the solar system. <laughs> that solar system. Hey, yeah. They said these niggas be talking anime and the solar system like anyone gives a fuck. <laughs> Uh. As for me, I still be walking around looking at cheeks respectfully. Let's <laughs> <laughs> email. But I let y'all know I got some of that old Anderson pack on deck. Oh, come on. Come on, man. Damn, yo. Now, he oh, always yeah. in these joints wrong, yo. Yeah, <laughs> yo. Roll, yo. Damn. Um, known as one of the most racist men in wrestling during his life, now he's going one on one with the Undertaker player. <laughs> Lordy. Oh, uh, yeah. Shout out to my nigga Teddy Long. False, of course. <laughs> Trapping these days. Niggas just scared. Y'all be easy, Steve. Oh, shit, man. Nigga <laughs> said. The solar system, like anybody <laughs> give up. the fuck? <laughs> that nigga hit the stars, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh. Yeah, that nigga seemed to go to Greg Tyson on TV. That nigga sucking his teeth, rolling his eyes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this nigga. 
Yeah, Neil, you ain't nobody. <laughs> nobody. Oh, uh, boy. All right. All right, man. This one is from Tim. About to say, uh, if you had a fucking damn martini, you know, Tino, yeah, yeah, I, I was yeah. out, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Too white in this fucking show, yeah. Um, this from Tim. What's up, Tim? Quick tank. I said, what's up, guys? I won't waste too much time. Just gonna say I've been listening to y'all forever. You guys don't miss. Appreciate that, brother. Um, I had this one tank from back in January. I'm a teacher, and I was going in for lunch duty. Um, I stopped to talk to the school police officer who was a Ravens fan. We were talking about how this might be the Ravens year, but Mahomes was scary. They ain't looking to say it. It's like Doc Rivers says. I stopped and was trying to think of what his ashy voice having ass was ever known for saying. <laughs> Did he finish? Mama, there goes that man. Um, yeah, yeah, that's Mark Jackson. I was blown. I couldn't even correct him because he was so pleased. I just had to keep on moving. Tim. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's not that right, right, coach. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Those are the emails we've had since the show started, man. So. All right, man. Um, I came here with one objective, young, know, to lift my spirits a little bit, and y'all, y'all definitely did that, man. So, Absolutely, yeah. Absolutely. Thanks, Kenny. Thanks, thanks, listeners. Thanks, you know, fuckery all over, all around in the bound, yeah. Yep. Um, yep. All right, KB. Let's get some shots to get about you. Yeah, as always, man. Thanks for everybody listening to the show. Appreciate y'all as always, man. Um, y'all can hit us up on uh, social media at KBADS, that's KBADDS, and at Hot Fire Starter. Um, any questions, comments, you can send them to hotfirestarter at gmail.com. Um, and if you'd like to donate to the podcast, you can do so at uh, patreon.com forward slash hotfirestarter. Um, any and all donations are much appreciated. And again, uh, if you'd like to know about how I lost 100 pounds, the link is on my bio on Twitter. And yeah, see y'all next week. All right. Shout out to you guys out there for spreading the word, keeping our, our voice alive out here in these streets, man. Um, also, man, um, I know we had a couple, um, more than a couple RIPs this week, man. RIP to Richard Lewis, man. Um, yes, indeed. I was going to mention you that, know, yeah. You know, um, you yep. passed earlier today, man. Like, um, Kind of like my ritual right before we, we uh, start the cast is to watch Curb so I can have um, the jokes fresh in my head, man. Um, after learning that news, man, I got through like five minutes of the episode and I, I just dubbed it. Um, I was like, mm, ain't feeling it, man. Um, if you watch this season, especially, you know how like eerily, um, like ironic um, his death is, man. Um, just kind of kind of blew me, huh? Um, it's kind of like the, the last nail in the coffin, me being like, you know, kind of blown this weekend shit man but um yeah man um because it's apropos now that this season ends and ends the series because no funk and no fucking richard lewis man like yeah that was the one thing i thought of when i heard about it. i was like man he lost like bob einstein who played funk house on the show yep now he even lost richard man yeah yeah so gotta end this joint before we lose jb man um yeah yeah, but um, yeah. Rest in peace, Richard Lewis. Um, how you guys next week? And real, real quick, my, real quick. One thing I want to mention as well. Um, yeah. R.I.P. to Mrs. Sullivan. Mrs. Sullivan, um, 
was my um, math teacher my freshman year at DeMatha, and he was also the driver's ed teacher at DeMatha. A lot of people learned how to drive a car uh, that went to DeMatha back then uh, from Mr. Sullivan, and he was a great, great math teacher, like one of the best teachers I've ever had. That dude helped so many youngins who may have had issues with my math just by just like taking the time and caring, man. And I never forget I was taking driver's ed with him. And we were going down Route 1 right by the University of Maryland. And these dudes passed in the car. And one of the dudes rolled down the window and called me a nigger. Mm. And yeah, Mr. Sullivan heard that shit, man. And um, he made sure that I caught it with him. And he confronted them dudes about it, man. And um, yeah, told them pretty much they wasn't shit. And I wasn't expecting that, man. Hmm. But um, that's the type of dude he was. That's the type of dude he was, man. He was the baseball coach at the school, man. Like, like even like dad hit me up and like sent me because the matter posted on the IG, and um, he was one of those dudes like everybody who went there at that time like they remember. Like he remembers he used to wear the boots with the little zippers on the sides. Like he should, you know, <laughs> he's a snazzy dresser too, man. But like. Mm-hmm. People pretty fuck with Mr. Sullivan because again, like he cared about the students, man, in so many ways. And um, yeah, to hear about him passing today, man, because he was one of those teachers. Like I always like just think back, like I wonder what Mr. Sullivan's doing now. Yeah. Oh, Mr. Kelly, he was enough. He taught, he taught religion, and like one of Mr. Kelly was on. Mr. Kelly passed a couple years ago. Um, so I was just really sad to hear that, man. Like you, you remember the teachers that really impacted you, and the ones that really cared, man. So um, yeah, rest in peace, Mr. Sullivan, man. He was a great guy. Yeah, man. Certain teachers have that impact on people's lives, man. I didn't even go to Carroll, man, and um, I feel like I know this teacher named Mr. O'Durney. Everybody used to always talk about this this guy, man. And, um, you know, actually, obviously had my own teachers. Like I talked about my, my um, home teacher, Mr. Williams, when I went back to my school's anniversary and shit, man. So, yeah, man, you never know what impact you make on young people's lives, man, as educators, man. I don't think educators mm-hmm. get nearly as much credit as um, they should get um, yep. Yep. today and um, for quite some time now. Yep. So yeah, man, week of RIPs, man, and nothing um, more um, graceful than that right there, Kenny. So with that, I'll talk to you guys next week. It's Evans Podcast, and we out.